The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. Superstars running on fumes at this point, barely able to stand up. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, Strowman! The power! Lastly, a top and planted! And running power slam by the Montreal Mon Monsters! And now Bronson Reed! Reed! Strowman still hanging on! Reed trying to eliminate Strowman! Strowman having to be as nimble as he's ever been in his life! Strowman's done! Well, uh, the master of the mist is here! 
Bush, the great Buddha, will be enshrined in the WWE Hall of Fame. I could do a little ditty for you. I could do the Tupac, you know, part of California love. Yeah, right? Out on bail, first out of jail, California dreaming. As soon as I step on the scene, I'm hearing Hoochie screaming, feeding for money and alcohol. The life. Here's the problem now. You've got a frenzy and a furor coming your direction in the form of Eric the Viking Raider. Montez step up in Zagari right to the back of the neck, drives Eric out of the ring. Fighting for his life at this point. Montez Ford gonna fly! Opportunity up the second row, caught by Raquel Rodriguez. Man, she is so strong. Shayna runs into a boot by Raquel. Cover now on Sonya Deville off the Tejada ball and a win by Rodriguez. It's gonna be the same thing with you two that it always is. You're gonna lose the big match. and Kevin Owens is gonna stab you in the back again. On me, on me. Meanwhile, we gonna keep on doing what we have been doing for the past 600 days. By this time tomorrow night, you will be standing in the ring with the greatest of all time. The eight-time tag team champs. Yes, sir. The longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history. Yes, sir! Man, I'm so sick of y'all talking about the bloodline gonna fall. Welcome to WrestleMania, right? Hey, this right here is bloodline mania. On me, on me. And after tomorrow night, after that match when the smoke clear, they gonna say, and still, you're WWE undisputed tag team champions, Jimmy and Jay. The is looking for the bell pick! Connection! Of course, carnal. That's the least we can do for a man, una leyenda, that we admire and respect. A Hall of Famer. Salón de la Fama. <laughs> and as a father, it breaks my heart to see what you've been going through with your son. I just hope, I hope, espero de corazón, that you teach him a lesson at the grandest stage of them all. Yeah, una lección, a lesson he will never forget. And if 
Judgment Day tries to play the numbers game again. We got you back. Sí. Gracias. But if we do that, we do it in style. Con estilo. I can bring my flashy clothes a It's official. We are the new. You know what, wise man? I don't care about any of them. You see, it's not their turn. It's yours. Cody Rhodes. Acknowledge me. But that whole area is going to be a cluster. Um, I, I can't believe what's going to be happening. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's also baseball opening day. Which Jeff, uh, since you obviously have the jersey on, how do you feel opening day went with the new rules and the new bases and everything like that? Oh, I haven't watched baseball in years. I, I just then <laughs> fuck you. Good man, uh, Jeff. Yeah. Good yeah. man. Yeah. Smart, <laughs> smart, intelligent human being there. I gave up all um, sports for podcasting. <laughs> Uh, all right, and then uh, of course, as always, the person next to me, right over there, that's uh, the it's it's he, it's he, it's the Jimmy T, DJ Master. Thanks, Jimmy, from the land down under that doesn't exist. You're an AI construct, so yes. sir, how is it in the digital world? <laughs> it is very good. No, I'm great. Um, it is me, it's me, Jimmy T, from the PWC and HMG on channelattitude.com. For the smack attack, I'm great, man. It is April Fools, even though it is the second for me, just quietly. But it's all good because as long as it's April Fools for you guys, I'm all for it. But yeah, thank you for having me back once again, John. And I am on time for the first time. Yes, <laughs> yes, and that's okay. That's Jeff. April we Fools figured goes. it out. What we need to do is just start every show an hour late. Just and yeah. Jimmy will show up. Yeah, Jokes no, that's up. the April Fools joke. Is that he showed up on time? 
That's the April Fool's prank for him. And this so, is just a test hey. show. This is a simulation. It's not a real show. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a test. Exactly. So, hey, guys. So, let's let's talk a little bit. There's some stuff that came out already this weekend from Mania Weekend. I think the, uh, the big thing that uh, was talked about was, uh, in case those of you don't know, Giselle Shaw on... Uh, I think it was yesterday, uh, tweeted out that uh, Rick Steiner was basically screaming at her that she was a man the entire time and uh, was calling her out at WrestleCon there. And uh, yeah, that was that was pretty, I don't know. Uh, the fact that she said nobody said anything, nobody stood out, but she tweeted about it. And then apparently he called someone else from the Impact roster the British cigarette, um, you know, uh, whew. guys, do you, uh, I mean, obviously this is going to be Rick Steiner's last run in anything. Uh, but, you know, I guess my question is this, you know, wh- what was it do you think that made Rick Steiner just kind of lose his shit like that? Cause I mean, of the two Steiners, Scott is the one that's known for being the unstable one. So, I mean, really, honestly, like of the two, I mean, Rick Steiner was in a, on a school board for a few years in his local area. Rick Steiner was a real estate agent. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, the school board meetings oh, yeah, over no, like no, a few no. years in America. Yeah, 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 no, I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what was it? Do you think that at this point, he's at WrestleCon, so there's going to be people seeing and, and videoing and doing. What made him lose his shit? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, this feels well, crazy. What you got, Jimmy? Well, first of all, do we know for a fact that he said that? It's, I mean, we don't actually know what he really said. That's only going by... Uh, what's, her, what's her name again? Giselle Shaw. That's it, Giselle Shaw. We're only going by what she said. <coughs> and uh, we haven't heard nothing from Rick Steiner. Now, if anybody out there has got their, their phones out and recorded it, I'm sure something will come of it. But we haven't seen anything officially on the Rick Steiner side just yet. True, but I mean, at the same time too, if you're doing it at a WrestleCon signing, there's going to be hundreds of people there. Absolutely. For you sure. know, it's it's like, that feels like the worst time to do something like that. If you don't, I look, agree. if you don't agree with it, look, that's that's your business, but I don't Keep think... Keep it to yourself though. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, uh, it's very, I mean, it's interesting this comes up because I saw a video yesterday, and this involves Chris. Apparently, for the Canadian uh, Powerlifting Union, uh, they have a thing where you just walk up and you say what you identify as, really, and and you can you wrestle as that. So a guy walked up and said he identifies as a woman, hasn't done any of the things to do it, and they let him lift. And he's one of the coaches for the powerlifting league, and Make he sure. set all kinds of women's records because he's a guy. And so the one transgendered woman who was uh, in that league as a woman, um, he beat her record by a hundred pounds. She was obviously upset because, you know, it, it, it's like, well, uh, and admitted that they had uh, that they had a personal advantage, but still, it's an idea of, you know. And then there's there's things this week about um, somebody released that the that trans people at, are at a genocide of. Six on the genocide level, or seven, something like that. 
you know, uh, but like in America, what genocide? I'm sorry. I, what genocide? Listen, I've been involved in social work my entire life, John. Yeah. I, I I get being socially conscious, etc. There's no genocide, okay? Mm -hmm. There was a genocide of the Jews in the 1940s. That <laughs> actually fucking happened, okay? Yeah. There was Rwanda. a genocide of there was a genocide of like a bunch of different kinds of things. There was a, a Celtic genocide. There was actually an, a genocide of Ireland for fuck's sakes. Um, there's no genocide of transgender people. There is like maybe you can suggest that that's happening in like in Russia. Maybe you can suggest that that's happening in China. Maybe you can suggest that. But I haven't seen anything that suggests that that's even remotely true. And at least here in America, it's the exact opposite of a genocide. Transgendered people are being uh, catered to at an uh, at, a, at a completely un unheard of level to this point. It's not bad. I'm not angry at them, but stop saying that you're being genocided when every TV show has to have a, tra a transgender person. Mm -hmm. When every single um, uh, sporting event has to have a, a your pride flags. When every single thing that I go to or talk about has to have transgender involvement, I'm fine with it. I, like I've said a lot, right? And I I just released one of my one of my podcasts, or I haven't released it yet, but I just sent it to Jimmy, and it's about the difference between not being welcome somewhere and being catered to, right? If I walk into um, an Italian restaurant and I order a hot dog, they're gonna tell me. No, we can't make you a hot dog. We don't do hot dogs here. We do Italian food. And I'm still welcome, but I have to just not be catered to. Everything that I want doesn't get given to me just because I happen to be there. Mm -hmm. So you're welcome. You're welcome at every event that I can possibly imagine. I have literally never seen anywhere that there is a sporting event where there are rules that say transgender people not welcome. I haven't seen it. If it exists then fuck that place. And I mean sincerely, fuck that place, mm -hmm. okay? Because transgender people should be welcome at every event and to everything that they want to go to. But this idea that we have to absolutely fucking cater to everything that they want at all times and that everything has to be about them, period, it's fucking ridiculous. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, poor. that was passionate, yeah. man. I'm going to say that. I mean, that was... That was well said, Chris. Well yeah, done. and I mean, I like for me, it's it's one of those things where I, I agree with you, Chris. It's the same thing, where we could we conflate the idea of you know catering to rather than welcoming. You know, they're mm -hmm. they're you know we think well to welcome them we have to cater to, and that's not. I I I saw the the NHL is thinking about uh, is thinking very seriously about canceling their Pride nights, right? Because they do that every single team has a Pride night right now, mm -hmm. and what that means basically is that um, the players wear uh, you know a a, jer a special jersey for the night, beginning just for the warmups, right? Mm -hmm. They just wear them for the warmups. I'm totally fine with it. If I was in the NHL, I'd wear the jersey. I, I have no problem with saying, you know, hey, you're welcome here and we're happy to celebrate you, etc. But there are some people in the NHL who play and are now saying that because of their religious views, they don't want to wear the jerseys. So it's causing a lot of a shit storms where everybody's getting fucking angry. So the NHL saying, well, maybe we're going to cancel <coughs> Pride Night then and we just won't have a, a specified Pride Night. And I've seen people who are saying, so then I'm not welcome in the NHL. 
No, you're absolutely fucking welcome in the mm -hmm. NHL. There isn't an arena that has NHL games that says that gay and lesbians and transgender aren't welcome in the, in the arena. There isn't a team in the league that says that gay and transgendered, even women, can technically play for an NHL team. There is nothing in the rule book that suggests that that's not you know, completely available to you. If you've got the money and you want to, you can own an NHL team and be transgendered. You're entirely 100% welcome. Just because they don't have a specific night where everybody has to wear your flag doesn't mean you're not welcome. If you're a Christian, there is no Christian night in the NHL. There will never be a night where everybody on a team has to wear a cross at, at, at the pregame service, mm -hmm. but you're still welcome to go to hockey. Right. I don't understand the difference. I don't understand how people don't seem to grasp this difference between you're welcome and you're being entirely catered to. Right. And I think we that that stemmed from last year. There was, I think, for one of those nights, one of the players, I forget which one, did not skate and did not wear the jersey because... Ivan Provorov. There we go. Um, Ivan Provorov did that because he just... He's like, look, it goes against my religion. It gets to my beliefs. And people were we're upset about that but it's like hey if we're going to be tolerant of people if someone has a belief he like he didn't say he didn't do it because he hates gay people or anything he just said it just goes against my beliefs and uh you know we we need to be tolerant and understanding of that i agree so why not i think if, if, if equality is what we're after then everybody is should be the same you know do we need a night for everything i don't know but uh you know Piers uh, Austin made a great comment here. He said the intelligence gets censored, so idiots don't get offended. <laughs> you know, I mean, isn't that what it feels like society is nowadays? I, I don't know, you know, to me personally. But I think um, the whole point of this is that, you know, I think, you know, it's one of these things where, you know, look, I, I found out last year at Mania that G Giselle Shaw was a man. I didn't know that before that point because I found out because I was – hosting um, here at, at WrestleMania, Lady Frost and, and Savage Gentleman. And Lady Frost was partnered with Giselle Shaw in an impact match. And, you know, we were, I, we were just, you know, it, not being, you know, mean, I just said, look, it was interesting, you know, the teams that you guys had, I said, there's something about Giselle Shaw. It's like, she doesn't look the part of a female wrestler. She's just so skinny and like doesn't look athletic or anything along those lines. And then... Like Frost is like, well, you know, you know, that's you know, a lot of times, you know, trans people they do that to, you know, I'm like, oh, I, I, I did not, I'm, I wasn't aware of that because I'm not really paying attention. I wasn't paying watching Impact very much, uh, and so it was like, I was, I was watching my friend most of the time. So it was like, oh, <clears throat> that, and I don't think at that time it was known, or she, I think maybe, I think after Mania Weekend she came out and saying she was trans or whatever along those lines. But I think it's interesting that, you know, we have Rick Steiner here, a guy in the community. Do we feel like he just got fed up? Do we feel like he just got tired of the nonsense? It was just like, but how, I, I don't, I don't know. Like it, this feels like the worst time to do something like that. You know? Um, yes, Jeff. I think a couple things. One, People need to use genocide in a very specific way. Yes. Yeah. Uyghurs in China are the victims of genocide right now. Yes. There are very mixed feelings and opinions and scientific and medical opinions on what trans is and what it isn't. 
That doesn't mean it's free for discrimination. It just means that it, it, but it doesn't, I mean, 10 years ago, it was still considered a mental illness in the United States. It's still today considered a mental illness in Europe, in the EU. It's, it's what is it, uh, gender dysmorphia. Mm. I don't know what's right or wrong with that, but I, I'm not even sure that it's a subset of people that that should be considered in in the terms of genocide. But there is no targeting, rounding up, and and mass murder uh, of this people if it is a people. There's not even agreement within the gay community, and I'm not even trying to do the LBQT all of that because it changes all the time. I mean. I know a fair amount of gay people or non-binary people, et cetera, et cetera. And at least half of them, when they actually speak honestly, they're like, I am tired of everyone trying to, you know, step on what I fought for. You know, the, the, there's not agreement within that community as to who's who. I mean, I think gay men and lesbian women are of the same mind generally of where equal rights should be. Mm -hmm. I think that they probably extend that equally to people who are bisexual, but I, I, I'm not sure that they feel the same way about transvestites or about drag queens or about trans. They're not really sure where trans is either uniformly and no one is. So uh, as for this, you made a point earlier that if it's at a WrestleCon, there'd be hundreds of people there videotaping and filming and whatever. And, and I don't think that that supports what Giselle Shaw said. I haven't seen one. All I've seen is her tweet. If this was so public, somebody would have recorded it. Somebody would have knocked up. So I'm not saying it didn't happen. Listen, you're right. Scott Steiner was known as the crazy one in Scott Steiner's second half. But in the first half, Rick Steiner was known as the crazy one, and he was a dog-faced gravelin. Woof, woof, woof. English. And I'm not sure if he's on school. I know he ran for dog catcher and lost, but <laughs> being on a school board does not make you some intellectual progressive giant. Right. Um, it just means that people <laughs> voted for you in your community, um, which I, I'm not trying to diminish it, but... You know, just because someone's trans doesn't mean we have to take everything they say at face value, just like we don't have to take anyone else's what they I mean, didn't we learn this from speaking out that it got abused? That that you know, there were stories that were horrendous and terrible and true, but there were also ones that were just bad breakups or like a bad date or uh, or like what would five minutes ago considered like normal hitting on but failing, like swinging and striking out. You know, all of a sudden it's like uh, like it, it's a crime akin to rape that you hit on a woman and she wasn't interested. Uh, you know, so I, I I would like to see a lot more evidence coming. Would I be shocked that Rick Steiner holds views that are they're nuts? No. Would I be shocked that you start catcalling them in public? Yeah, a little bit. But was, was he drunk? Does that excuse it? That, that maybe, you know, sometimes that unlocks the worser parts of your personality. But I don't know that this happened. So, mm -hmm. you know, until we know that it happened, I don't know Giselle Shaw. I don't know that Giselle Shaw is any more credible than I am or anyone else in the world. <clears throat> I, if you put a picture of Giselle Shaw and five other wrestlers, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to tell you who she was unless I knew who the five other wrestlers were. Mm -hmm. So I did not. You could probably tell. 
No, you'll what? know who it is. She's in Impact Wrestling, right? You, you, yeah. you could probably tell just by looking at her. It's, well, and I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying that to be rude. I'm just like with the story that uh, well, now Sean with the said story, earlier. Yes, in context, well, I she could was the one figure it out by the. Features. She was the one hanging out with Punk a few weeks ago at at the New Japan event. If you remember when CM Punk was out in the stand, I don't care about CM Punk. I I don't watch Impact. I don't care. You know, I, I never heard of. I've heard the name Giselle Shaw. Didn't know that she was trans until she posted this. Didn't know she was a he. He was. A she. Don't, don't, I don't even really know what it means. I don't even care in wrestling because wrestling is is predetermined and scripted. If, yeah. if it, you know, so I I do care in like that example of the powerlifting. I think that I think that anyone that's post pubescent. That, that I mean, we have to acknowledge reality. I mean. Firemen have to be able to be a fireman carry someone who's 200 pounds. I mean, there, there, there should be some objective standards, regardless of progressivism. I mean, we have to recognize reality. That doesn't mean someone gets discriminated against. It just needs, need, but just because someone is transgender doesn't mean that they should be elevated above others and disadvantaged. So it's everyone else's getting discriminated. I mean, everyone's like, why should the trans woman feel uncomfortable in, in the men's room? Why should all the women feel uncomfortable yeah. when a man goes into the women's room? I mean, so uh, you know, I mean, does that know, mean we need a trans room now, Jeff? That's, I mean, the thing. I mean, it's, it's bad enough when we have the. You know, first it was for the breastfeeding. Now they they changed to make right. it family rooms for breastfeeding and diaper changing. And listen, is that nice? You know, does it cost everyone money and every building money? Everyone says, why don't we have money for this then? Because we're spending money on all these things, and and I'm not saying all of them are right or wrong. And yeah, maybe it's weird that Americans we don't like seeing women breastfeed in public, and we should get over ourselves and shit like that. But mm -hmm. you know, I'm welcome to debate. But it's just like one day I woke up, and all of a sudden everybody had to accept that this was a thing. We had to, as Chris said, cater. And and I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it's catering or not yet. I'm just not sure. I just don't think we should make. Anyway, this isn't verified, so I I don't really like. Right, well, let's just say she was lying. Just say, right? Why would she come out and talk shit like that? Just say, if it's a lie. And I doubt it is, but why would she say it? Especially the to Rick Steiner. She was right. a guy, just shot a bunch of people in Nashville and uh, because she was bullied. She's 28, and, she's, and her answer to that is... My friend got murdered a year ago. I was bullied in school, so I should shoot up Ellen. And that happened years ago. Those students that that person killed weren't even the students that bullied him or her, whatever. But, but the point is the narrative is like normally we hear about manifestos. We hear about what someone's right. motivations are. But it's not an excuse. No. I mean, normally, you, I mean, you're expecting it to be someone who looks like, well, one of us, you know, and, and, and probably has more extreme beliefs than one of us in one side or another or, you know. For a while, it was postal workers. Then it was only men. Except Jimmy. Then it was he's, he's a terrible extremist. <sighs> then it was Islamists. Yeah. Now it's right-wing Christians. <laughs> then it's like anyone that's sort of right-wing that's sort of associated with, you know, Trumpism or whatever. Now, this doesn't fit neatly into it. Can't we just say that broken people take lots of different forms? Some are more common than us. But mm -hmm. if a broken person is broken, we have to figure out a way to identify broken people and still not trample on civil rights entirely. I mean... The, the whole every mythology is basically the balance between chaos and order and there's no perfect line there but it's like we can't seem to find something that's close enough that isn't perfect and just say, getting out of we control can, we, we can we can live with something that isn't always perfect and that's what civil lawsuits are for and that's what terminations are for and whatever but it's like we we always have to be on one extreme or it, it, it's not so as far as rick steiner if it is true shame on him he shouldn't be talking like that loudly if he wants to believe it who am i to say what someone should believe or whatever mm -hmm. I, I mean but if he was saying Dumb Christians, they believe in a fairy tale. That would be stupid, too. If he said, 
Jews love money. They suck. They should, the Hitler should have finished up. That would be crazy too. So if he's saying terrible things akin to something in public, yeah, he should be chastised and he should be, he shouldn't get a pass just because he's a wrestling hero. Um, but I'm not ready to say that happened yet because I haven't seen it. I've only seen mm -hmm. one person's, basically their manifesto set of tweets, someone who I have no knowledge of. Rick Steiner has been in my world for about 37 years or so. And, and I've not known him to say anything this extreme. I don't say know. it was a lie, though, Jeff. Why huh? would she but say it was a lie? Why would she come out and say that? I, how do I? For the I, same I, reason that a lot of people do and say things that aren't true, Jimmy. Sometimes people want attention. Sometimes people mishurt somebody. Sometimes people are upset, and sometimes people have mental illness. I mean, there's there's lots and lots. In in spite of what in spite of what CNN has been telling me. Women are still capable of lying in 2023. Oh, um, everyone can still make false accusations. That still happens. No, it's not the majority of the time. But yes, it still happens. False accusations are still a thing that can happen. I mean, why, why did my ex-wife tell my kids that I didn't pay child support when, when I paid oh, well. five years in advance and, and never missed a, a single bit? She lost more child support checks than, <laughs> than, than, than I was late for. And late means you know, past third day of the month. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's you know, wrong, so, Jeff. I mean, and this is, and this is exactly my problem with a lot of like what, what I'm told that I have to think now, right? Like this whole believe all women narrative. No, I don't. I don't automatically believe anyone just because of what they happen to have dangly bits or not. Like if you've got dangly bits, you're, you're capable of lying. But if you don't, you just lost the capability of lying sometime in 2015. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. So, I mean, and Rick Steiner may have said this and he may have said it very loudly. And if he did, like Jeff said, shame on him. There's a there's a there is a time to express yourself and there is a time to just be quiet and get along with the rest of the world. Like, it's OK to say both, you know, transgender people don't need to be catered to all the time. And also transgender people probably shouldn't be yelled at constantly everywhere they go either. Mm hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I mean, obviously, this was a hot button topic. It just happened. Uh, I think it, and I think in her in the tweet that was out, Giselle Shaw mentioned that you know she said it on how they it's called Trans Visibility Day or something like that. And so, so she says on Trans Visibility Day, I am making a statement that this happened today and da da da. da. So. Um, you know, I, I, I look again, was it whatever happened, happened, you know, one we have right now, one person side of the story. We don't have it. I haven't seen any corroborating evidence yet to corroborate that story um, because, you know, here's the thing. People are already talking about it. Normally, I wouldn't say anything until we have at least a couple of sources. Right now, we only have one person who is the source, who is um, the victim of this, um, you know, act, according to them. And uh, not, not even know. other wrestlers from Impact have have chimed in. Not even the ones who were called. I assume they were called the fag words. I either I guess that's the British cigarettes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I assume that that's strange cigarettes as well. And I don't know who Fags. the British F's are in in Impact. I mean, yeah. I know Pretty Deadly is supposed to be that in, in NXT, which is why I keep turning my head because Stand and Deliver is about to start. But um, I don't even I, I don't even know who it is. But you would think that if they were called, that they would say. 
yeah, what, what she said is true. We, we heard it too, but we were afraid to say anything because he was with, you know, all of the old timers and, so, and some of the, you know, and, you know, they, they looked like they were ready for a fight. So nobody said anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No fan has come by with a video camera. I mean, you think even if they, were, you know, didn't want to get caught, somebody would knock them out later and leak the, the footage. Right. Fan. You would think so. You and know, especially, but... we're not talking. We're not talking about like some old timer wrestling con- community. This is this is a community of wrestling fans before WrestleMania, and you're going to tell me that nobody else happened to say, "Holy shit, Rick Steiner said some homophobic <coughs> stuff today or transphobic stuff today." Come on, mm-hmm. you, you know the wrestling fans of today. I mean, it's 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 eighty percent of them are like pretty hyper liberal. I really, really don't see how this could have happened and nobody else saw anything. And again, I'm not saying nobody else saw anything. We may get 16 different people tweeting today that, oh, I saw this happen too and this is terrible, etc. And then, okay, maybe we'll have some other people who actually claim to have seen it. But right now we have one person who claims that Rick Steiner, who would have been a pretty public face in this fucking arena, um, was screaming at the top of his lungs transphobic stuff but nobody else heard yeah yeah it's it's sus man it's mm. by the sus. way the sort of pre-show match is chase university with tyler bait uh, against schism so uh. chase you just made its way into the ring oh yeah this is the one for the school right yeah whoever gets the controls good by the way i'm predicting that schism wins and it's because of duke hudson walking out or double uh, you know turning on chase uh, uh chase just quality can can I show you the candy that I was talking about that Chris brought up? Or Jeff, what? sorry, brought sure. up? That candy that, um, I just want to show you guys something, right? So, um, anyway, let me just get there. Let me get to sure. it. Sure. That seems important at the moment. <laughs> no, no, no. Just so people understand what, well, what, what I was talking he's, about. He's, he's doing this, and we were talking about what happens if nobody corroborates what Giselle Shaw does? What happens then? Well, that's an interesting bit. Does, see does she just get a pass because she's trans and she misheard something, or she thought that that he was he was a target that that, that she could she could attack risk free, or anyone's a target that she could attack risk free? I that have she no was clue. having that that she didn't take her meds. Or, listen, I'm speculating. Right now, <coughs> I, or not, I'm just making a, a hypothetical, not even speculating. I have no idea. I hope it well, isn't true. I, I but there's. I, I more hope that Rick Steiner didn't say it than I more hope that that, that she's that she made it up through this through whatever reasons there are. But there'll be excuses because of a mental breakdown or something like that. I'm sure. Uh, whereas, you know, Rick will not get a pass, and rightfully, rightfully so. But even if there is no corroborating evidence, Rick's already been deemed guilty by a, a good percentage of the IWC. Yeah. Well, can you guys see this, by the way? I mean, I put the screen transfer up. does more than just transfer. I, I'm you assuming gotta, it's like a money transfer system. So yeah. sorry, John. I've got it up, but you have a, you have a, I don't know what page you're trying to show. Oh, it doesn't come up like that with the. Okay, it's not well, a candy, anyway. Jimmy. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like the point is, it, it's a candy, legitly, right? Oh, that's why I see. But anyway, don't worry. I was just going to stop it. But the point is, it was true. I used to buy them when I was young, and they were fake cigarettes, mm-hmm. literally, like fake candy cigarettes. We don't like those cook- fake candy cigarettes. They were sugar cigarettes, and if you blew them just the right way, sugar dust would come out, and it looks like you, you <laughs> yeah. were smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. but here they were called literally the fags word. So, like literally, and that's what they also used to call a cigarette. Well, they still call cigarettes that in Britain. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, even here, but you don't hear it anymore, though. Like, but at one point, that was common. Yeah. Uh, well, gentlemen, let's let's. This is another, I think, big story uh, that happened. That I mean, I'm sure we were all shocked by. But according to an SEC filing on March 29th, Vince McMahon is officially a WWE employee again. <laughs> so uh, it says uh, the the filing includes McMahon's new employment agreement and an amendment to WWE President Nick Khan's employment agreement. Um, apparently, McMahon's employment retroactively started January 9th. So, gentlemen, Vince McMahon is an employee again, and it's retroactive to January 9th. So, uh, it, apparently, Vince McMahon's name has been in an advertisement for WrestleMania. The phrase directed by Vince McMahon was displayed at the bottom of a match graphic. Um, so, uh, guys... Vince wow. is back. You know? I think, I personally think, if the rumors are true, <clears throat> that Vince is just there for the sale of the company and just to show potential investors or buyers, like, look, it's WrestleMania. <clears throat> Watch what we do and blah, 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 and why you should buy it. Because I'm hearing the Saudis are going to be in attendance. I'm hearing all sorts of stuff. Where's the music coming from? You recognize it? The Return of it? the Mac. Oh, oh yeah. That sounds different, though, dude. <laughs> it does. That's not, the, that's not the Return of the Mac I know. It's, yeah, that's not the Return of the Mac I know either. Come on. It's the elevator dude. version of it. Right. Jeez. It's not the when the clock strikes at the midnight. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. It's kicking in. But anyway, Return of the Mac, the Mac has been around already for, for quite a while. But I just think it's for the potential sale, and that's that. Oh, I mean, I think that's the whole bit. You know, they couldn't get rid of Vince McMahon because he had a majority share. Right, exactly. Um, and he was the one and said, if you want to sell this company or you want to do anything, I'm the one who has to be involved. I want, you know, the TV negotiations are coming up here soon. So Vince wants to be involved. You have to have him, if he's, if he's the majority shareholder, he's the one that says, well, I'm going to sit on my stock. You can't do anything without me anyway. You've got to have him involved. This is right. this is just you know that ploy of you know well fine I, he he knows that he can basically take his ball and run with it so Absolutely. you've got you've got a big TV you know uh, deal coming up you got to make you know that that you know agreement or you got to sell your company one of the two either way Vince isn't saying I'm you're not going to be able to do anything without my approval with it. Right. Because this exactly. is my company. I don't know why anyone is surprised by the chairman of the board of directors making it so that he's hired so that he gets I mean he just signed a seventeen point four million dollar reimbursement agreement which he's already started paying on. So why wouldn't he subsidize it by salary and bonuses? You know, no no rich people do that to themselves. And so why 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 would anyone be surprised by giving himself an executive job, which just allows him another income. Because those board members, I don't think they're volunteers either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, well, you know I, I don't know what the big surprise is. I mean, of course, the, the big thing is everybody wants to look at anything, say, Vince is in charge of creative. If Vince is in charge of creative, Tim White wouldn't be getting the Warrior Award last night. It, it would have been some celebrity that would get them, you know, fame and, you know, the, 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 the trans-Asian K-pop community. You know, he, he would have picked something like that, you know, something that he thought would have gotten him the most exposure in the world. 
I mean, that that's that's what Vince does. Um, but well, yeah, to be I fair, mean, Tim White was the handler for Andre the Giant. That alone deserves Hall of Fame. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm not. I'm saying he wouldn't have been the the Warrior Award. He might have been. He, he might have been. You know the the whatever the Legacy Award or something. You know they they they. This is the smallest class they've ever had. Probably because it had to fit into a two hour Peacock show. Um, but you know, I mean, Vince already had the 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 board. The bylaws were changed that any sale needs to approve be approved by a majority of the shareholders which he is he he's a majority plus 31 or 34% depending on who you listen to of the shareholders so mm. th- th- this is this is not a surprise but basically it, it didn't, didn't doesn't give him any more or less power than he had before it just gives him a salary and a bonus structure akin to other executives which is basically paying him back for him paying back the company mm. yeah I mean, look, it's it's it wasn't going to be a surprise that he was going to be gone that long. But, um, you know, it's one of those things as, you know, I, I think up here earlier, uh, Aaron Ben Shlomo said, uh, he says this. I understand how you can get rid of somebody who owns the company. That can only happen in America where the majority shareholder is out of the company. And I think it's that idea of I, I think he says the, the, the point, you know, very well, is that this is a guy you can't, no matter what, you can get rid of him out of the corporate structure, but he owns the majority of the company. So no matter what, he's going to have to be involved. You're going to have to talk to him into it. And the only way, him knowing that, him knowing that says, uh, look, the only way this is going to happen is if you let me back. Because Isn't, isn't a better answer to, to I'm sorry, what, what was his name? Uh, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron. The answer to Aaron. <laughs> Even in America, you can't. Yeah, it only it only lasted six months, and only while he was agreeing to it, and and it simmered with him every day until he finally said, mm-hmm. "I don't need to take this shit. I own this place, and I'm going to fire my fucking daughter just to show." He wasn't you. simmering. He he wasn't <laughs> simmering. He was planning, yeah. and I think that you know as soon as the as soon as the announcement came out that Vince had been quote unquote fired, or that he had you know been you know taken off of the board of governors or whatever, my reaction was, well, he's not dead, so he'll be back. <laughs> there's no there's no give right. up in Vince McMahon. I mean, you can there there are a lot, and I mean a lot of negative things that you can say about Vince McMahon. But that he is a quitter and will just leave if someone says we don't like you here is definitely not one of those things that you can level at the feet of Vince McMahon. True. That guy's coming back. He's going to fight. There's no way he's stopping. He wasn't simmering for six months. He was fucking planning. Yeah. The only yeah. surprise that ever happened is he stepped away at all. If you listen to my mash with Mish on Wrestling Soup Network for like a couple days after Vince McMahon, after this all came out, I said he's just going to ride it out because nothing's going to come of it, and I was right. And the, nothing came of it. No, nothing has happened whatsoever. That's not a big deal. The only thing was this strange meandering thing where he did step aside, uh, you know. And the only difference is his daughter was a co-CEO and and out. Aside from that, not, nothing else. And there she is on the outs again. Um, but yeah, yeah that, that's but a, it's interesting. Uh, it's a two-year deal, right? So. You know, which I find interesting. It's a two-year agreement that he has with the WWE. So, do we feel that's something? Um, do we feel that's something to look into, or do you think that's just a way to get his foot in the door? I yeah, you know? I think it's neither. I think it's just a, the 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 term of his 
is not to scare away potential buyers that they have to deal with a long-term contract gotcha. for executive ins. I think it's just long enough that that it can be extended or he can get he can get some money and then the bonus to be paid back. And you know, he's gonna make a lot of money on this sale, obviously. True. Um, but it's also long enough that if the sale doesn't work out, he still has an, a long enough tail on that contract that he can extend himself in you know ad infinitum. So I think it was short enough not to scare away the market, but long enough to to give to give him that that contractual security. Not that he really needed, but it, not that he needed to do a hostile insider takeover if there is such a thing. True, but he also didn't need to put on that mustache and dye that hair either. So uh, <laughs> by the way, Duke Hudson just joined the schism, just put on the schism T-shirt. So gee, Jeff called this one. This was a tough call. <laughs> Yeah, not surprised. Um, but uh, yeah, like Vince did not need to do that mustache and dye his hair. But hey, you know, uh, apparently April Fools to everybody about that. Um, but in the long, I mean, look, no matter what, Vince was going to have to be back because, like we said, he has the majority of the company. There was nothing that was not going to happen to this thing that he created that he wasn't going to have a say. Oh, well, it might be a double swerve. It might be a double swerve. Duke is backing up. He's tearing off his schism shirt. Oh, no. Oh, he, he fooled us. Oh, and it's four on four again. Oh. Pandemonium. Stand and deliver piss right now. Yeah. That's, that's what this shit is. Uh, yeah, total swerve. All right. Okay. So, uh, gentlemen, look, is there anything else uh, newsworthy-wise that we need to talk about? If not, we can blow through SmackDown and talk about the card that has been released. What do you guys want to talk about, just quietly? <laughs> I mean, all right, let, let's be honest. Was there anything worth talking about last night? Yes. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I'll say this. This was the weakest go-home show for a WrestleMania ever, right? But I will say this. Let's be honest. Do they really need to build any interest for WrestleMania when it's on Peacock? I mean, think about it. It's on a pay-per-view, right? They already know, and I'm sure they're probably right, most people on Peacock will probably tune in because it's WrestleMania. So I understand why that this was weekly built. Uh, they do because they want they want people to tune into Peacock. It's more important right. for them than. But than people will do. tune in anyway because it's WrestleMania with all the subscribers that they've already have. Yeah, but uh, not yeah, they if want more. Peacock is a wrestling fan or interested. Well, but, if they yeah. want more, then this is piss poor, like yeah. straight up. You know what I mean? That's what makes me think it's, well, it's check the only logical answer. Yeah. Well, yeah, snail race to snail WrestleMania. race to WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, that's why John Cena is the opening match because kids right. like kids will tune in and and parents will are familiar with who he is and it takes them back to when they might have been a wrestling fan and and people just may stick around because it's eight o'clock. It, you, you, the match ends at eight twenty or whatever and so like eh, got nothing else to do. Let's just keep this on. So, um, but listen, I. You're right. Nothing momentous happened in the show, but nothing hurtful happened. But the Battle Royal was terrific. I love the Battle Royal. Forearm, 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 forearm. It was okay. As Luke Gallo says, it's a forearm but, show. You, you know what? It was Gallo's probably the best. thrown right out. Yeah, I know. That's sad. It, it's probably the best Andre the Giant Battle Royal actually ever, in my opinion. I loved it. I, I love Battle Royals. But let's be honest. Let's be honest. You had 29 guys walk into the ring with jobber entrances. And Bobby Lashley comes in with his own entrance after the break. Did, was it? Did, did any of you think anybody but Bobby Lashley was no. going to win it? I didn't. But they, they tried to fool us because <laughs> Braun got his own entrance after Bobby Lashley. Did he? 
Yeah. I missed that one. Yeah, he did. He did. That's true. Yeah. I wasn't and, really paying and, attention. And LA Knight apparently got his own introduction too, except it was during the commercial. So the crowd <laughs> heard his own introduction. Right, yeah. right. Do you know what I mean? Like the only LA Knight was the only one who could have made a little bit more sense because you are in LA, you are in Hollywood. Uh so I get that per se. Uh but you know, I, there was look, Jonah and Braun Strowman facing off against each other at the end there. Um I kind of was like, you know, that would be fun. I would like to see that. Yeah, you know, I think there were some interesting things jo- that you know could what? have been done. Jonah looked good in this in this uh, battle royal, man. I'm I'm actually happy the way they kind of booked him in this match. I yeah. I got to be honest with you guys. I, I this this battle royal was not good. I, I like I you guys can be real happy about it and everything, but um, <clears throat> especially the final four. I have never seen so much blatant communication. Uh, as I did from Braun Strowman after it got down to four guys. He's tell he's pointing at people. He's telling them where to go. You do this. You do that. You come here. Hit me right here. Hit me in the chest when you're coming at me. Come at me again. Yeah, come come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's time to do the it's time to do the splash spot now. Hit me here. That was literally like the worst I've seen on TV this week. What the fuck are you doing? Okay. The point of professional wrestling is to make me believe that it's real. You have to at least pretend it's not real. I know that the Avengers aren't really super powered human beings. I know that they're actors pretending when I watch an Avengers movie. The point is for them to try to fucking fool me into believing that what I'm seeing is real. Same thing with professional wrestling. When Braun Strowman is pointing at people and telling them what to do in front of the camera for the last four or five minutes of the fucking Battle Royal, you can't tell me it was good. It was shit. <coughs> I mean, I didn't say it was great. You know, I never did. It was a, I never it was said a, it was great either. I just yeah, said it was, it was the a, best one <laughs> out of all of them. Not well, that it was so great, though. Yeah, no, I, look, I agree with you, Chris. Braun Strowman is just, it's like, Watching a man child in the ring of like, thank you. I've been I trying think, to say this all the time, but I, I, get, I feel like it's like he he's such a simpleton that you. In other words, he, he's dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, he's he's, he's an idiot. He I mean, if dumb, you look man. at his if you look at his Instagram, I mean, I think he oh, he's a goose, out. man, straight up. You know, but I think the point is is that it's that idea of the look. He, he's not going to win anything. He's like I've said this a hundred million times. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna win a belt. He's not worth a belt. He is an attraction wrestler. That's the whole bit, you know. So why not put him in a match with Jonah? You know, that's an attraction match. It's fun. It's it's silly, great, you know. But we have him in this four way tag match for you know whether with him and Ricochet, um, you know who right, look are a tag team now, and you know hoo hoo yay. Because again, it's an attraction. What do we do? We get Ricochet jumping off Braun Strowman's shoulders to land on a guy, right? Because uh, jumping because it's an extra because it's an extra foot in the air off of where the fucking turnbuckles right. are. Oh wow! Congratulations! You can jump a foot higher, and it makes so much more fucking impact. It's right. so dumb. You guys like, clearly don't understand the gold standard of excellence in sports. <laughs> but you know i think the bit i think honestly it's one of these things where battle royals aren't good in general you know how i mean that's where that's where royal rumble is different because you're you're putting someone in the ring every so little bit this is 30 guys in a ring 
Like it starts with 30 guys in a ring who can barely move around it to begin with. Like it's, it's, it's dumb. It's a dumb match. It's, it makes zero sense. You're going to put 30 guys into a ring. I mean, how many guys get inadvertently hurt because of something like this? You know, I mean, you put 30 guys into a ring trying to do something. Somebody's going to get fucked up from it. And, and look, like it's, it's, it's dumb. Not if you're doing a Canadian destroyer onto a bunch of tables, though, yeah. John. Right, right. Has anyone yeah. ever got injured in the battle royal that you can think of? Actually, I, I mean, don't think anyone ha- really has. To be fair. Oh no, uh, they have talked about how guys have gotten hurt in battle royals before. Sure, but I like, mean, you see more career-threatening injuries on any Wednesday night than than uh, I, I can think of in the history of well, battle royals. Or in royal. this case, Saturdays too, Jeff. Right, but it's the inadvertent, like the ankle rolls. You're stepping on somebody's leg. You know, things like that. It's it's it's, it's one of those. Tell uh, tell me one injury that you've heard of from a battle royal that if from WWF, WWF, WWF. Does that include Royal Rumbles or just battle royales? You can say Royal Rumble. Vince McMahon tearing his quads. Okay, this, okay, this was that. <laughs> a thousand years old. Hey, look, you can't tell you can't tell me Titus didn't scuff some uh, knees when he ate it on that uh, greatest Royal Rumble diet. So uh, uh, that was the greatest thing that's ever happened to uh, for me. I'm not sure which. I look. look. Listen, my, listen, they, they, Baron Corbin was out first, so his story of being a loser continues. Then they, then they <sighs> threw out uh, Top Dollar and and Ashanti Diadonis who shaped, straightened his hair. So they Top Dollar for being a d- dummy, Ashanti oh. just for doing that to his hair and looking ridiculous. <laughs> that was um, shocking, dude. The only thing they missed is you didn't have Otis and Jonah face off because uh. how you don't have those two wrecking balls going mm-hmm. at each other, I don't know. But L.A. Knight looked great. They, they, you could, you could tell who they invested. In. You can tell who they're still, they're still sort of on the fence with boobs. They're still sort of on the fence with Cross. boobs and over. Really, let's they, be honest. And Cross, they, oof, he's cold as fuck right now. They're doing the Ali Dolph thing was sort yeah. of in there, but basically Braun was just there to make you think that there was that someone other than Bobby might win, and then they had you think Bronson might win. I don't know. Whatever. I, I mean, Aaron, I, I'm a sucker for Battle Royale. My man. Lashley won. I'm happy. Well, Aaron Sh- Aaron Shlomo says in the chat, which is perfect. Why is he called Top Dollar when he dresses like a a schlub? It's Top I mean, Dollar star. It just doesn't fit on the screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, why is he dressed up like a, like an idiot? And just get rid of this guy already. I mean, seriously. I mean, Michael Cole continues to put him down week in week out. I don't even know if it's a rib at this point. Look, I. I- that's the one thing I do like about it is Michael Cole is legit at this point. It feels like the gloves are off and he's shitting yeah. on people on, on the mic <laughs> yeah. now, which it, it's, it's, it's deserving. I feel like, you know, Absolutely. and, and I, I appreciate it because now we're getting like Michael, Michael Cole being Michael Cole. Um, you know, I think, you know, look, this was awful. It wasn't a great match. It was a battle Royal. It's forearms, 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 throwing people out, whatever. It's different. We don't see it very often. I mean, this used to be on WrestleMania. Now, SmackDown is your WrestleMania pre-show. Right. You know, the yeah, fact that we had right. half of the... I mean, really, if you think about it, so the four-way before this was, you know, Ricochet and all those guys or whatever who were going to be in the four-way tag match. It was uh, Ricochet, Montez Ford, um, Eric, and uh, Shorty G. Oh, yeah, uh, Gable. Uh, the yeah. crab, though, that was the yeah. best. Yeah, <laughs> space invaders. <laughs> so, 
Uh, he looks great, by the way. Uh, I, I, it does, yeah. For sure. Chad Gable looks like he's working extra hard. Oh yeah, uh, working into WrestleMania. He looks like him. a million bucks. He looks like a million. Like he really <laughs> got does. the right kind of baby oil, finally. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it, you know, those guys wrestled. You know, then you had. Uh, Oh shit! Who else wrestled last night? That I was like, you're gonna Raquel, be in the they did the, 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 they did the yeah, women, Sonya, yeah. women, yeah, all Maddie. that stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, showcase and, matches, right? I mean, I mean, right, but do right. you think that that telegraph that there's no way that Braun and Ricochet and Raquel and Liv are winning the, the, those matches? Because I feel like it. I feel like I, I feel like it too. Because <laughs> it gives them the highlight, but then they're not getting the highlight on the show. They're gonna be, you know, out. So. Uh, I, look, I, and Drew with the co they can can they coexist thing? Oh, that was look, that match was stupid. Yeah, it was. Absolutely I look stupid. That was so you're gonna have two of your three guys in a three way four title. The two challengers are gonna go up against the the also Rams of the Imperium um, <laughs> in a match before the next day when they wrestle or or Sunday whenever they wrestle. We'll look at the card here a minute and figure out. Um, for a match. And you know Sheamus and Drew aren't going to take the night off, right? They're going to go in and they're going to go balls to the wall. And I mean, and do we need to talk about Cody and Roman? Do like do we No, no no physicality. So then, so then I, what do you guys want to talk about? Let's talk about the card and let's make our predictions. <laughs> let's make our predictions. The way right? you looked at me and said it. that was good. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Harold, here we go. All right, night one. Uh, all right. We all know the 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 car the, the match is gonna start night one. It's United States Championship match of Austin Theory, who is the champ, versus the challenger, John Cena. Da, 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 da. All right. <laughs> I mean, gentlemen, thoughts. Who wants to go first on this one? I'll go first. Cena wins. I mean, uh, uh, sorry, Austin Theory wins. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I was going to say Theory definitely A-town wins. town up. Right, not down. <laughs> Chris? Yeah, oh, I, I actually think that I, I think there's a really good chance that Cena wins this match. Um, I think that hmm. there's a reason why they're going on first. Um, they're going to want to get the kids excited. They're all there in WrestleMania, and they want to see their hero win. Most of the kids are there. You know, they're... Their favorite guy is going to be John Cena. So um, I don't know. I think there's a really good chance that he wins. I think the right booking is certainly for Theory to win because Absolutely. like right. he, you know, that will make Theory essentially. If he can beat John Cena in WrestleMania, that does kind of push somebody, but <laughs> we'll see. Does the right? Dance. I mean, and, and, and yes, right? The like you have the peacemaker, everything. Oh, have him come out to wigwam, yeah, Eagle, right? Eagle yeah, comes out, yeah, Eagle, and, oh. look, have the whole thing come out. Look, and the and, little frog ninja guy. Look, you, you know, you know, that's half the reason why people would want to see that. He he owns the suit, he stole it from the set, so you know, he he could do it. Um, but I look, I I think it's okay. a good idea. If we want to start the card right, give everybody excited. Make Cena win. I think there's going to be a lot of feel good moments. He the heels are heels have to win some of these matches. Well, yeah, look, I agree with Jeff on that one. Look, I look, I, I as much as I want to say that, I think Cena gives that title elevate you. You elevate that title a little bit more. Not that Theory hasn't done it, but I feel like you you. But that's here. That's the thing. WrestleMania is all about giving the people what they want. 
making the crowd happy. They and so a theory by having them beat Cena on the biggest. You have to, you have to. Right. Look, Cena's I don't disagree with you. I don't look. I don't disagree with you, but you also have to think this is how WWE operates too. But you guys have got a point too <coughs> in saying that, right? I can see Cena winning also, but the thing is, like Jeff was just saying, and does it help Cena? We don't need Cena. Doesn't need to win the United States Championship once again. And is he back for how long? That's another question. If he's back for he at is. least another two weeks, yeah. But what he's was the not, point of building the U.S. Championship just to not have it on television suddenly? Because, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that he drops it in a month. But you're using him already on all, like he's the face of the WWE commercial I, for I WWE, you know, two K twenty three. You know, you know, so. You already got him there. You know he's got a popular DC show that they're talking about bringing back. You know, here's look. It's this idea of, you know, you put it on him because of what he he's going to do, where he can take it. Look at look. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but Tyrus with the NWA title. There's a reason why they gave him the NWA title. He's on one of the more popular nighttime shows that's yeah. on TV, wearing the title. What what's you that know? done for the NWA? Well, Nothing look, I, in the Nothing. NWA, Not well, because the NWA doesn't know how to get their head out of their own ass. Let's be honest. But well, it, having Ricky Starks be the NWA champion right now wouldn't do anything for the NWA anyway. There's not a lot you can do for the NWA currently because the NWA can't get out of their own fucking way. That's what, yeah. Um and as far as as far as this as far as this match goes, I want to say something else. Like, listen, like, yes, um, the right booking. If I were booking this, it would be theory up uh, because mm -hmm. he's the guy with the potential to really become a superstar here. That's who you go with. But you could also get away with this where you have a situation where Cena wins. But, uh, you know, theory is elevated in defeat. You can make it look like you, he, he say he kicks out of two AAs and then he, and then he falls to the third one. You can still help elevate theory. Um and then a month from now, John Cena can drop the U.S. title to somebody else that they want to elevate. Mm -hmm. um, he can drop the U.S. title. You know what? Well, Cena wins. Chris Cena wins. Raw. He drops the U.S. title the next the next night right. on Raw to I a think. debuting Braun Breaker. There you go. Now you've got two people elevated. Right. I, like, there's lots of things that you could do to elevate uh, theory coming off of this and still have it be good booking. True. Mm. And then and then from there, Braun Breaker and Theory have a very long you know, feud. You know. That would be great, actually. Uh, that makes me think about my pick now because if they go that route, sure. But, but no, Jimmy, they're not going to do that. That's the smart. Well, yeah, that's that's true. the smart route. <laughs> I don't not think it's the smart. easy route. Yeah, I, 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 I think giving the belt to an old part timer who is not a is never a smart move. So I don't. But think that's true idea. too. That's a tough that, one. I, I, I don't think that elevates theory by looking good in a loss and then having someone else get the title the next day. I, I think it just I think it just devalues the title. They spent a lot of time investing in the mid card. Anyway, I made my, I made my prediction. So yeah. I, all right, I'm going to stick with theory two for now. So number two, the second match of the night: SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair, the champion versus Rhea Ripley, Char Char versus Riri, uh, <laughs> as uh, as we say. Uh, all right, oh, Chris, Charlotte. Chris, That's what the promos have been. Who you, who, who you want to go with this one? Uh, definitely Rhea Ripley. It makes the most sense um, in basically every conceivable way for her to take the title. Um, and <coughs> even up the series with Charlotte, I don't really see I don't really see why you would book this any other way. Okay. Yeah. Jeff? 
the whole theme of this WrestleMania, the underlying theme or co-themes are complete the story and you're not ready. They're going to complete the story and the people who aren't ready are going to show themselves to be ready. Rhea's needs, this is, this is Rhea's story. She's going to win. Chris is right. And this is probably going to be a double turn. Hmm. Organic. Well, it depends on the judgment day though too, Jeff. That's, that's the thing. But anyway, yeah, I agree with, with both Chris and Jeff. You have to go with Rhea. If not, I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? But to be fair, I feel like this feud has, has made him sort of both cold at this point a little bit going into mania. If you saw Rhea last night at the Hall of Fame, you would not call her cold. I haven't my seen, God. I she have looked, not seen. The she Hall looked of like Fame. an evil witch. Oh my God. Really? Like a hot evil witch. Like the kind of evil wow. witch you, you, like you'd be like you, Odysseus, like you, you know, you, you wouldn't mind being trapped for two years on an island. Hmm. No shit. Oh, I've got to check that out. You're like, oh no, she's trapped me. I can't escape. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, you guys wait in the ship. I, I got myself into this. I'll get myself out of it. I'll, I'll figure it out. out of it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, Rhea has to win though for sure. Oh no, she's seducing me with her evil wiles. (laughs) Rape, rape. What did they say on uh, the bus? Get the fuck out of here! Your pelvic sorcery, sure. Her pelvic (laughs) sorcery. sorcery. Her pelvic sorcery. Oh boy. Uh, All right. So Aaron Mitch Lobo says Charlotte will win after she says she will put uh, Ripley in her place. She needs to be the baby. She must win. I don't think she must win. I think people are tired of Charlotte. I think. I think we're all in agreement here that Rhea has to go up on this one. You know, I, what, I just, you know what, Aaron? Charlotte must win more than 16 world championships. And to do that, she has to lose her 14th. Right. Exactly. Right. Spot on. Yeah. Uh, which I, I was going to ask talk about the Hall of Fame, but I don't. I didn't watch any of it. Um, I don't know if any of y'all Much did. Much half. Yeah. I don't right. care. Yeah, it, it was apparently. I want to see it, but was there anything of note, of note that happened on there? No. I only watched about half. No, there okay. wasn't much of no, but uh, oh, yeah. if we have time at the end, I, I'll. Yeah. I, okay, no worries. Well, yeah. All right, so third match of the night, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, this is apparently going to be match number three. Gentlemen, uh, let's go back around the other way. Jimmy, who you got first? I would have said Sami and Kevin Owens at first right but now i'm starting to think uh oh, but then again if this is the match order we can't have two this isn't the match win. order the, 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 okay the, all right yeah the, the, these well, are the all car- depends. so this is, according to this article it says this is the full lineup of matches for night one and two according to espn's first take whether this is the order, I don't know, but these well, are the matches. Even on SmackDown, this was the order they went when they were showing the matches for Mania Night One, which is odd. So I don't know. But if if this is if this is the main event, I'll definitely say Sammy and um and Kevin Owens. Oh, man, oh, I'm gonna stick with Sammy and Kevin Owens, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Usos do win for some reason. Okay, Jeff. I wouldn't be upset with either result, but but remember what I said. Complete the story, Sammy and Kevin. Okay, Chris. Uh, well, actually, coming up to tonight, I will. I I was sort of leaning towards there being a swerve where somebody was right. going to turn on somebody, um, 
and I still think that it's possible. Now, I do think that the Usos bringing it up and specifically saying, you know, Sammy, what's going to happen is Kevin's going to turn on you, mm-hmm. uh, makes me now think that Sammy's actually going to be the one to turn. I can see that um, people are saying that too, man. There's, yeah, I can but, see that too. But honestly, I think that the most likely thing is that they just give them the belts <laughs> at Mania and uh, we move forward with the story from there. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, my, my prediction, I guess, is Sammy and KO winning the titles, but I I wouldn't be shocked, and I think it would be better for the overall storytelling if sure. Sammy did turn, but we'll see. That would be awesome, but again, that's too smart, though. Or if Kevin Owens think. did stab Sammy in the back again. But no, what's gonna happen? I mean, this is what I think is going to happen, not with the match, but I think that when Roman also loses, which I don't think anyone's surprised, you know, to hear this prediction spoiled when I'm saying complete the story, that he's going to blame the Usos on his loss because they had lost their belts and the Empire was already fumbling and he couldn't they couldn't keep their shit together, so he couldn't he couldn't get it out of his head. How everything how could everything go so wrong so quickly? How could they have failed him? How could they fail the bloodline that he didn't lose, they lost for him. They, you know, and and you know that 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 will be the, the next phase of the story. But anyway, I I think that this will be the main event. I think Charlotte Rhea will be the the penultimate match of this night. So I I think I agree with you guys that um, it's it's I think I because I wrote in the the description for this show was this going to be the bloodline or the bloodstain? You know, I think I think the idea being that this is where we see the bloodline crumble. I think the promo that started the night they kind of showed that a little bit. They made you think Jimmy kind of, you know, when they said some things, when Sammy said some things about to Jimmy, like, oh, okay. And Kevin, hey, you know, you guys used to be fun. You used to be, you know, hang out in the back with my kids and, you know, made us all feel welcome. You know, I there, there, there were some words, especially with Jay, that really seemed to hit. And it makes me wonder if, like, like you said, they lose these title belts, Roman's going to start blaming them, and then Jay gets in his face. Or... Here's the other thing. This is where I'm conflicted because you can have the Usos win and Roman lose, right? So then what does that power dynamic do? The Usos have the undisputed tag belts. Roman has lost his belt. Now the power has shifted. Right, exactly. You know, and so, look, storytelling-wise, this is a a really good one because where you could go either way with it. But I think if you're going to go off crowd engagement and everything along those lines i think this is where sammy and kevin win it um for that reason alone but like you said jimmy if we want to tell smart storytelling maybe we go the route where the usos win roman loses and now the power has shifted i like that personally too yeah so so that's that's that one so next one after that uh that we that they have listed becky lynch lita and trish stratus versus damage control okay cool Whatever. I guess Damage Control loses this match. I mean, surely. Yeah. Or Trish turns. I, I, <laughs> I can see that because she doesn't look happy lately. Now, I don't know if that's storyline or if that's just her legit, you know, because she feels like the third will, but Trish could turn, no doubt. Really? Really? Uh, Trish yeah. is the third will? I don't. Well, if I, you look at Raw. I, right. I look at all's fantasy book being of, of Trish. Earning. I, I don't think you bring out these legends to lose. This is the opposite of the Cena thing. That they're mm-hmm. this is just a this is 
this is part of the feel good match. It's Saturday night. It's it's family night. Kids want to cheer. That you know. So I I, I think that the and there's nothing at stake. There's no titles at stake. The the women oh, yeah, yeah. Right. the only title right. not on the line during WrestleMania. So right. Yeah, maybe that'll change tomorrow night. I doubt it. Uh, maybe Raw, probably something. But anyway, right. Faces, faces up, and and they all hug and, and look happy doing it. Right, Chris. Uh, my prediction is that even at forty-seven years old, Trish Stratus will be the best-looking person in the card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's. I think that the only reason why I want, I'm, I'm in this match is Trish Stratus. I mean, Trish, Trish Stratus looks. Look, hey, do you know guys you... know where Trish Stratus is from? Uh, Canada. Canada. Can, do Do you, do you guys know what her follow... background is? By the way, do you know? <laughs> have you followed her Instagram? I mean, great, damn it! You know, do you have you followed Trish Stratus's Instagram? Holy cow! Look, no, Lena. No, I deleted look, Instagram off my phone, so no. Uh, Lena's Instagram is not that bad either. I'm just telling you right now. Really? All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, hmm. it's not terrible. Uh, look, you, you're, 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 you can't bring these two out and do that. Like you said, th- there's no, there's no stakes in this one. Maybe it shows up on raw the next night. Uh, the only, the only way I see damage control winning is then that way you can get the match for the titles the next night on raw. Right. I mean, if damage control wins, but they get in, that's the smart decision. Not the easy decision. The easy decision, baby's up. Yay, we win. So I think it's more likely the damage control or EO turns on, you know, Bailey or whatever than if you're gonna do a turn. But like, you know, yeah, if you want to do a turn. But we've talked about, hey, uh Sammy or Kevin can turn. Oh, look, we can, you know, there's gonna be a double, you know, double switch here with Charlotte and Rhea. Uh, you know, at some point, we got to just have a straight up match, right? Which well, is going to be kind of that one. many turns. It's, it's impossible, right? Right. You just got to have a match. And well, I, I don't think the Charlotte Rhea one is going to be something that, that they orchestrate. I mean, Charlotte's already sort of a heel, and Rhea's already already is in that sort of Moxley tweener area where people are are cheering her. They like they want her to win organically. So, like I said, I think it's going to have an organically <coughs> much change yeah. in behavior. That'll that'll be over the next eight weeks. Okay, we'll hmm. see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. All right, next match, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. I've heard this is possibly the main event, just quietly, guys, of night one. I've heard, but I don't know if that's true or not. But I think Seth Rollins goes over because uh, apparently uh, Logan Paul is out of contract after this. So why would you have him winning? I don't know. Just saying. So Seth, it is. All right. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I think Rollins needs to win it. I, I think as as talented as Logan Paul is, and is, I mean, he, he really is good at this. Like, he's as good at wrestling as his brother is at boxing. Um, no, okay, that's a little oh, bit of a joke. He's much bit, better yeah. at this than his brother is at boxing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I like him a lot. I think he's very talented, but... Rollins is there full time. You can't have him lose to somebody who's going to go away, whether his contract is up or whether they resign him or whatever. Even if they resign him, he's not coming week to week. He's not going to be there and do that. So I think you have to go with Rollins up here. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you can resign Logan Paul and have him come back three months from now to do something else at SummerSlam. Sure. Jeff? I agree with all that. Rollins has taken a lot of L's. Some would argue too many, but at some point, 
I don't like Seth Rollins, but if the company thinks of him as a top guy, he's got to start winning big matches. Logan Paul's there to beat people like The Miz and Baron Corbin and, you know, Mustafa Ali. He's not there to beat Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns, mm. you know. So, yeah, I, I think Seth Rollins and and it's probably going to be a really good match. But, yeah, Logan Paul allegedly is a free agent like he's going to sign anywhere else. Frankly, everyone's like resign. I think he's really good at it, but I'm not really big into celebrities being in wrestling. So unless you're going to do like Dennis Rodman and be there all the time, I'm not invested in you. So anyway, nobody asked me that. My prediction, Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'm going to say Rollins as well. I I think we're all in agreement here. We Again, Logan Paul is an attraction wrestler. He is not going to be a main roster guy. He's never going to be a guy that's going to be Hey, we're gonna wrestle weekly. Uh, Yo, Jimbo says, "Oh, look, he's gonna go to AEW and wrestle Pinta." That's what I was laughing at. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Actually, but speaking of Rollins, we can watch his leg bend the 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 opposite way. Safety Jane just cost Gigi Dolan her shot at the NXT Women's Title. The latter match is the first match, by the way. Um, I just wanted to point out Raj Giri on Twitter came out and said that apparently. Uh, Rollins and uh, Cody Rhodes were almost about to have fisticuffs in the back because Rollins didn't didn't agree on him losing again to, to Cody Rhodes after the third match that they had. So I don't know how true that is, but apparently that's the case. Bullshit. You call bullshit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> wrestle, you know, wrestlers, especially wrestlers who believe themselves to be main event wrestlers and and Seth Rollins absolutely believes himself to be a main event wrestler. Um, they're pretty serious about getting each other back in terms of you win, I win, you win, I win. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even Steve Austin did that for The Rock. So, um, you know, most wrestlers are pretty is, serious. Yeah, but most wrestlers are pretty serious about doing the job for each other after they've after they've gotten their wins. I, I wouldn't be shocked to hear Seth Rollins say, "Dude, like." I've laid down for you. Uh, it's your turn now. Um, Neither would I, personally. You're right, Chris. Continue. And I think that I think that Seth needs to start getting some wins here. I think that he's been sort of devalued um, from the company perspective, and maybe they maybe it's just that they don't value him that highly. But mm. I think that if if he's going to continue to be something in your future, you've got to start giving him some wins against some meaningful competition, um, and not just Logan Paul. Yeah. Well, I don't think they've devalued him. I just think they look at him as a guy they can put anyone over at this point. But the problem is. He's getting himself over, like, and way over with the... Uh, I, hate, I hate to interrupt, but there is a huge upset. Indy what? Hartwell won the NXT title with Dexter what? Loomis, who came in, who she couldn't climb up the ladder, and he got out under her and, you know, lifted her up. Uh, what's this, like... Uh, oh, on the shoulders? Her, yeah, shoulder to shoulder. And he walked up the ladder for her, and she pulled it. Then they panned to, you know... All the other women were on the were on the floor, um, so a big upset. Indy Hartwell, the NXT Women's Champion, not which makes me think that maybe there is something wrong with uh, Roxanne Perez after all. But anyway, just wanted to give you that breaking news. Well, didn't they have a thing about that this week saying she was was she in this match? Was Roxy in this match? Yeah, she's she she is uh, she was 
defending. She talked herself into it about she was the little engine that could. I I overcome my anxiety. I must be an example to everybody who to, that they can overcome their problems right. too. Sean's yeah. like, okay, you're in the match. You're giving oh, me you're anxiety. Right. I saw wow. some of that. Yeah. I just I just put on stand and deliver in the background, and I'm shocked. Yeah. I don't know any of these people you're talking about. So. I don't either. <laughs> They know she's Australian Greece in the heart. I only know Roxy because I'm, I'm she kidding. wrestled I love here. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just oh. fucking. <laughs> I, well, look, I, look. I knew a little bit about the Dexter indie thing before that I haven't, and I knew Roxy because she wrestled here. And I have my picture. I've showed you guys my picture with my kid standing next to her right before she went to WWE, right. and my kid being super excited about that that he got Aww. like he thought he had a shot with her. Um, <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Way to go. Like. <laughs> Like, I was like, bro, no, like, like I said, dude, you know she's dating Gino, right? He's like, oh shit, like <laughs> I didn't, but I didn't tell him that till after, like after the picture and everything, and he was super nervous and he wanted, his, you know, but he got it, he got his picture with Roxy, so that was exciting. Okay, but, media uh, M five, you take that comment back. That's what you- wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, uh, she's better than Aubrey though. It's <laughs> just quietly, I think. Yeah. All right. So I think we're all in agreement. I think Rollins has got to win, and it, it, Logan Paul is going to go do his thing with Prime. Uh, have you guys tried that Prime energy drink or Gatorade or whatever? No, not yet. No. no. Uh, my nephews have had it, and I tried a sip, and boy, that shit was sugary as really. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So anyway, it's Monsters uh, and Rockstar for me. Ugh, no. I hate Monster. Monster is the worst energy drink for me. Man. Liquid death, know. baby. <laughs> I've never had any of them. It's just water. It's just water. Liquid death is literally just water. Literally. I still yeah. have never had any of them. Yeah. Rockstar <laughs> Punched is the absolute best in the world. I will I will die on this hill. Yeah. Uh all right. So this is also set for night one. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Will Dominic get the chancla from Ray? Uh Jeff, let's start with you. How, what do you think? Finish the story. Ray wins. Okay. Simple to the point, Jimmy. What do you think? Uh, why though? If Ray wins, why? Why would he? <laughs> why wouldn't he not want to put his son over? First of all, because so I'm going to say, the good guy, the hero needs to get their comeuppance at the biggest event. And did you not yeah. watch that slide? Did you not watch that slide? It's to put the LWO over. Exactly. Oh, They're selling T-shirts. I still don't believe that yet, 100. percent Until Dom- I see it properly. Do you want to know when then- Dominic goes over? In Man. about one year, when him and Ray reunite and they and they fight maybe it'll be legato who turns on ray somewhere around you know christmas-ish so you're saying so at the end of this match just say if ray wins instead of him hugging his son or his family he's going to be bastardized kicked to the curb and we're going to have the lwo in the middle of the ring or hugging yes the word is bastardized but yes i don't know that we're going to see the lwo because remember judgment day all has other matches so they might not be around except for damian priest who is widely said to be probably you know Gangrel or maybe Christian who will get rid of him. So I think it's just going to be them mano a mano, and yeah. And don't forget, Rhea, if she wins, she's going to SmackDown. Is she? I mean, at this point, it's, it's both shows spe- are together. It's well, the SmackDown every- women's. It's the SmackDown women's. Show. I know, but right. the thing is, that so, doesn't stop them from appearing on Raw. What I'm saying maybe. is that she is probably going to give old Dominic the old Dumsky. And his yeah. heart will be broken, and he'll be meandering. His next story will be confusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. gonna go with Dom for me. All right, Chris, what do you think? 
I think Ray wins this one. I think that it's not the end of the story. I think it's a continuation of the story. Um, yeah. I think that he needs to lose. And I think that he's going to lose this match and he's going to go through a, a period where uh, Rhea is a, a winner and uh, she's a champion and she's doing all of these great things. And he's going to go through his uh, his Eddie Guerrero phase where he's kind of a mopey emo, you know, boyfriend to the dominant woman. And, uh, you know, he's going to be upset about the fact that he's not as successful as she is, etc. I think that that's where they're going to go with the story. And I think that, yeah, eventually a year from now, uh, you know, maybe Dominic uh, moves into a situation where, you know, like just like Jeff suggested, um, you know, he and his dad can win against somebody else uh, or he can win on behalf of his dad. Um, you know, uh, one of those situations where he's going to get he's going to get to come back from this. But I think that he needs to be humbled in order for the story to continue to move, um, because otherwise it's just the same. We're j there's nothing changes. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. <coughs> I think that the thing that needs to change here is that he needs to lose, and then he's going to go through a situation where he's kind of the mopey emo boyfriend until he gets dumped, and then you know we'll see what happens after that. I'm not as high on Dominic Mysterio as Jimmy and apparently Triple H are, but um, <laughs> you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, I agree. I think this is. I think Ray winning doesn't end the story. I think it continues the story. I think there's more going on. You okay. just had them when last night. Complete the story just means complete the chapter. This is the end right. of the fellowship of the ring. Right. But, the powers comes next. Right. Because, I mean, you can't just. Sweet. Well, I mean, let's put this way. They can't. WWE has done that before. But you just literally did the LWO last night, you know, with Ray giving the shirts to the Legato family. And so you, you can't just ignore that in, in theory. In theory, I mean, yes, WWE will probably just throw that to the curb, you know, most likely because it's the WD. Well, WCW they could do. Thing. They could do the LWO and just have them turn on Ray. They they don't have to. Yeah, I can see that more than likely happening. Right. Ray doesn't have to be part of it. He does True, but like, and I mean, I could even see this. Dominic gets kicked to the curb. He becomes like an Eddie figure and then joins the LWO and kicks his dad out. You know, I mean, there's even that aspect you could or, do. Or Legato kick out Ray and it's Legato World Order and that's it. Just to put Legato down Fantasma over. And, and then he brings in the, uh, he brings in uh, Dom to kind of teach him and bring him under his ways. Right. You know, there there was uh, there was that. So uh, it's interesting. Some people are saying Dominic wins, and but he doesn't win clean. Some Somebody has mentioned that maybe Conan uh, makes it uh, interfere on Don's behalf. I don't know. I it that. feels like I feel like this one. Uh, I feel like I think we all agree that Ray needs to be the winner here, uh, but it's only to continue the story. I think to yeah. go forward from here, it's the right on. way to continue the story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. And so the last one, the last match that they have listed on here for night one. Again, we don't know the order of the matches. We just know these are the matches for the night. Uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders. This has got to be the number two match behind the curtain jerker of Theory and Cena, right? Right? For sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, or it goes on after something really emotional to sort of bring the crowd back down. It, it could be a situation where they do uh, Ray and Dom, mm. and because there's going to be a lot of emotion in that, they need something to be a palate cleanser afterwards, and they sure. go with this one. Sure. Like Randolph could be in the middle of the show and then you do this one. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, according to this, there are, 
let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches for night one. Uh, which, by the way, I will not be watching. I will be at a concert watching Randy Rogers live. Um, uh, so I will not be watching that at all on Monday night one. Um, yeah, he's a local Texas artist who's big in the Texas scene. Like when they say Texas music, they you know, render music, it's Pat Green and then Randy Rogers. He's like right there. He's playing an acoustic set at his place in Roanoke, which is not far from here. You, you <laughs> could just as easily be talking about people from NXT right now. Well, I, no I know, I know, about. but I'm just saying, I <laughs> so I won't see this at all. But, um, do just anybody want to take a guess who wins this one? You guys go first. I... Uh, hmm. um, right. I guess I, I, I guess it'll be Ricochet and Braun because they do seem to be building the, those two as like a possible real tag team moving forward. Which I love tag team wrestling. If they're gonna put a, a, if they're gonna put some focus on tag team wrestling moving forward and maybe split the belts and have actually competitive tag team divisions, I'd be stoked for that. So yeah. yes, give me that. I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Jeff, what do you think? I agree. I think it's going to be uh, Ron and Ricochet, even though Wrestling 101 would tell you that since Ricochet won the, the four-way match that they're not oh, going to win the match. Careful. But, I mean, the Vikings aren't winning anything. They're not winning anything at WrestleMania. Gable and Otis, their story is their breakup, not not a victory mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. And the Street Profits, I don't know what's going on with them. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they won, but I think their story is that they're not making any progress together. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go with with the the new hot team, and I know that nobody likes Braun as a person. I know that he's not the greatest wrestler, and but that's not what they're about. They're they're an attraction. He's an attraction in himself, and Ricochet gives you your flippy high flying moves, and as a combination, I like them. So, and the crowd likes them. They're yeah. super over, which is more than you can say for almost anybody else in wrestling. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Stick with that. I I wish they'd get serious about. I I really wish they would get serious about the Viking Raiders. I think they're a fantastic tag team, but they're not going to. So, Mm -mm. yeah, no, Jimbo, this is this is just night one that we're talking about tonight, and we'll predict night two here in a second. But um, I look, I agree. Like, what personally, I want the Viking Raiders to win this one personally, but you know, I think they're a fantastic team when given the proper motivation. But I just feel like right now they just are kind of they've put they've not put them in a place where they are able to win that i think i think street profits would be more likely of the two of those look alpha right. academy is not winning we're yeah. not doing that one at all uh street profits would be because there was that interaction with the usos as they were coming down uh i i could see that kind of aspect going there but i mean i, I think i agree with you guys it's Stroman and ricochet they've they've just gone over um, all starting with a tweet about Strowman talking about flippy guys, you know, and yeah. then, you know, and you think about that. This is how this all started six months ago. And now here we are, these two are a tag team and, you know, they're going to be, if they win this match, can number one contenders for the tag route. So but, I, I don't know. What's at stake in this match. Does anyone get a tag team match? Yeah. Uh, you, tag team title match. Sorry. They'll be the number one contenders. Okay, so that's wins. confirmed. Oh, okay. 100%. I didn't. I, I didn't understand that. I, yeah. Okay. They well, I mean, hey, an, another tag series where we get to have uh, um, Kevin Owens getting run over by Braun Strowman at the side of the ring would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as my as far as my pick goes, it's definitely Ricochet and <coughs> Strowman. 
unfortunately or fortunately, whatever you want to say. But yeah, I mean, look, every now and then an attraction team needs to get a get a get a belt, right? Because that makes people oh. Oh, it's Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the strong guy and the flippy guy, and they've got the belts. Cool, right? I mean, because that's sometimes you got to have something on the card for your lowest common denominator, right? I don't see him winning the belts though, not yet. Because well, no, I'm just saying in general, right. like you need yeah. that lowest common denominator thing on the belt that's super easy to under for everybody to understand. Yeah, I understand. I get so, that. And yeah, every yeah, once that, in a while, La Resistance has to be your tag team champions. La right. Resistance wasn't that bad. Let's be honest. I mean, mm. shit. Okay. I didn't mind them. I think I thought they were good heels, man, for for, for the time. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is night two. Night two has one, two, three, four, five. There's only six. Uh, on the, and how many on matches were on night one? Over Seven. There? Okay. So. Uh, yeah, so and according, this is this is also backed up by a tweet for WWE that they send out these these cards in uh, the, this is the order that they listed them on those uh, on the tweet with the pictures. So uh, so it could be reverse. Uh, well, no, not not for night one because we know that's the opener. But night two, this could be the reverse flow of how things work. Uh, night two. Uh, they they list undisputed championship Roman Reigns versus Cody. Let's save that one for last. Uh, let's work. I'm going to work from the bottom up of how they have it listed here, because I feel like this is going to be the order of the of the night two. Uh, let's live Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville um, again in this showcase match. I'm assuming one of them. Whoever wins will get a shot at the titles. Uh, who do we have in this cluster of a match? Who's first? If it's I'll me, be, I'm going to say... Uh, the destruction. Shayna and yeah, Ronda. Yeah, Shayna and, and Ronda, no doubt. Yeah. Right? I mean, the theory being that Raquel got the win last night, right? So she got her shine, which is all that was needed. But Ronda and Shayna are going to... They've got to be the winners, right? They've got to be. I mean, they're the actual stars 100%. in this match. Yeah. Like, and who else is even close? It's not like they're. It's not like they've got somebody else who's close, and they just need a big win against a Ronda Rousey to to move forward. Like, none of these people are really potential big stars. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's I the mean, right booking. Uh, right. I mean, that's the mix again. Most common denominator. Same time. Sometimes. This makes the most sense. Let's go for that one. All right, next match, Brock Lesnar versus Omos is made on night two because it, it has to be. It's Brock Lesnar. Um, he's not going to go on night one. He's going to go on night two um, against Omos. Woo! We almost had a match here. So, <clears throat> all right. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Who's going over? Omos. Jimmy? Yeah... Man, I'm going to go with Lesnar. Ooh, okay. Uh, Chris? I'm going with Lesnar. I'm going with Brock Lesnar, too. I think that you can still... I think it's, it elevates almost just being in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't necessarily have to get him the win. And I don't think he's ready to do anything next. Um, I think that he's still pretty much at the level of a 
fucking giant Gonzalez. I don't like him in the ring. I don't think he's talented. I don't think you can have him go for a world championship or be a real uh, serious <laughs> threat moving forward to somebody who's a really good worker. And I think that the only reason why Brock agreed to do this is, be, is because Brock understands that he's so fucking tough that almost can't fuck up enough to hurt Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar is an absolute fucking Viking. Mm -hmm. um, but... Yeah, so I think that Brock Lesnar wins, and I think that almost is elevated in the loss. Yeah. You know, I, look, I agree. Look, it, it, this is one of those things where yeah, some people say, well, Brock doesn't. They're all, look, Brock is going to Brock, and if he's not going to win, he's going to put in a shitty match. It's going to make, and for sure. And almost is not, not a worker to begin with. Well, like, like Chris, you said, I agree. He is awful in the ring. So in order to make this work, you got to have Brock win, and then guess what? You know that's when Brock has fun. That's when you get fun, Brock. And um, I mean, Brock lost to Roman, but I mean, we got the whole hey, let's bring a front end loader down here and tip up the ring, you know, kind of moment with that. I mean, that was funny as hell. And like you said, Chris, he's a Viking, so sure, why not? And the story they've built is that almost is overpowering Brock um, when. In all actuality, in all real life, there is no way in hell almost is overpowering Brock. I mean, yeah, he's what seven foot four or whatever. Seven but, foot three. Yeah, Official. something like that. But like he's not like Brock knows how to fight. He fought in the UFC. He, he didn't just fight in the UFC. There's one guy who has ever been in professional wrestling who has been the heavyweight champion of mixed martial arts, and that's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. um, he yeah. might not be the best fighter in the world. He probably matter, couldn't but, win. Right. He probably couldn't beat a John Jones or a Stipe Miocic. He can still beat the shit out of literally everyone who's ever been a professional wrestler ever. Mm -hmm. Can we say, is, is there any stipulation to this match? Is there no disqualification? No. No. Oh, yeah, and Ken Shamrock is also your Jimbo. Thanks. He wasn't chat. a heavyweight champion of the world. He wasn't a heavyweight champion. He wasn't? No. Was he? Ken was Shamrock won. No. Severn, so Severn and Shamrock both won tournaments. They both mm -hmm. won heavyweight tournaments before there was such a thing as the UFC heavyweight championship, which right. was oh, which oh, is right, something right. that's defended um, uh, in each match. Right. Okay. Anyway, this yeah. this isn't real life. This is wrestling. And Brock Lesnar's in his forties. He's part time. They've invested a lot in almost, and I think this is going to be part of uh, her business reformation. Yes, I know, Jeff. You keep saying that. Yes, because I want it to happen. And I think it's going to tie into Bobby Lashley and Brock, which we may not have seen the last of. Just reversing the roles of heel versus face. But uh, Anyway, no, it's not going to be a long match. It's probably not going to be a particularly good match. You're going to have you're going to have tests of strength. You're going to have them running into each other and nobody falling down until somebody does a, you know, a, a, the right kind of clothesline. But you know, uh, I wouldn't even be surprised if if Brock gets an F five up and almost kicks out shockingly, or if Brock tries an F five but MVP hits him with the, you know, his walking stick, his his cane in the knee. Some, something like that while, you know, Cedric or Shelton is... And then and then for Brock to destroy all of her business afterwards for losing? Uh, mm, it doesn't or, well. or Brock just takes the, the private charter jet that's been paid for him. He goes back to Saskatoon. He goes hunting. He carves up an elk. And, and, the, and he fucks his wife because he doesn't <laughs> care. Yeah. As long as he gets paid. Uh, I think Remember, he cares a lot more than you think, man. Yeah, I know. 
Brock approved this match. So we know he doesn't yeah. care about the result. He cares about who he's working with. Yeah. The Undertaker gave almost his blessing. Brock gave almost his blessing. I think that's probably all you really need to know. And I mean, could we even see? Could we even see? Because Bob Lee Lashley won last night, and we know he's not on the card. Could we see him come in and like the enemy of my enemy is my friend? He doesn't like almost, but he hates Brock more, so he he fucks over Brock in his match against almost, yeah. so that it's a one two three, and then you know we Entirely go from there. Possible. SummerSlam rematch, but yeah, I I I, I won. I mean, Lashley's going to be on WrestleMania. He's going to be involved in in something more than Schmucks. It might be an open challenge. Who knows? But he's going to do something <coughs> on WrestleMania. The, him winning the Andre Battle Royal isn't the end of his WrestleMania things. Okay. Yes, Jeff. It's an open You're challenge, in love with Lashley. You're totally poof for Lashley. Yes, I am. Well, so, he's put out an open challenge, Jeff. So There you go. And it will be well, answered. Obviously, it won't be Brian Cage because apparently the embassy retained. You know, but... Who knows what what I Ooh. want? I, I want Vin, I want Triple H to bring in twelve free agents, people who are not under contract, you know, permanent, uh, non-exclusive contracts, and one after another. Lashley just destroys them. Joe Hendry, then he beats up Matt Taven, then he beats up I don't know Vincent and Dutch, then he beats up you know Jaka Nukanaka and <laughs> <laughs> whatever. He just it just you know Steve oh. Macklin. Cheeseburger. Don't forget cheeseburger. That's last but not least. Do you have there's always, to... room, there's always room for one more cheeseburger? You gotta have the final yeah. boss there. Fuck right, no. right. Cold slider. No. Uh, uh, get out of uh, here, man. If I see cheeseburger on the Leon Rock, bring that. him back. I don't get break him in half. Whatever. <sighs> you, you have you have a whole bunch of people who and make sure they've all been at, on AEW Dark at least twice so people might recognize them. <laughs> And, and just have have them just have them start bringing the whole NWA roster. I don't care. Just just yeah. have them go through like fifteen or twenty people in in less time than it took. Uh, what was the name? Wardlow to go through the ref, the, the security guards. Right. Yeah. I approve this booking. Bobby yeah. Lashley would just be. I, I I really think. I really honestly, one of the reasons why I hope they split the world heavyweight championships. Um, is because I want to see Bobby Lashley elevated to a world title picture. Me I think too. he deserves it, Absolutely. and I think that he makes for a really good world champion. I agree. I agree. One hundred percent. Can we say is uh, is Bray Wyatt done with WWE now at this point? Look, they Who haven't knows? Come out. the official. The official is. We officially are still hearing he's injured. Right. Yeah, mentally injured. And I'm yeah. not he broke that his in fucking a... fingers. He really is oh, injured. Like we dude, don't know how injured. But... Fucking come on. Let's yeah. let's put it this way. If Bray Wyatt isn't the one that opens answers the open challenge, then I would say yeah, he's probably done. Maybe. All right. Uh Buckshot Kid asks, did you guys talk about Ethel Phillips? I don't even know what that is. So well, I Ethel Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Is this All another right. country star that I don't know the name of? Right, probably it's, not. It, I don't even like an Iowa gas subsidy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Next match that we're gonna talk about for night two. Uh hell. In a cell, Edge versus Finn Balor. Who you got, uh, Jimmy? What you got on this one? I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Edge, but I don't like it. No, but you know, no, because they've already said the demon's coming, and the demon's right. undefeated. So that's why I'm worried. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to. Uh, is there any point of putting Finn Balor over when you really think about it at this point? So that's why I want to stick with Edge. 
So do you think this breaks up the Judgment Day so that Rhea can go face and then uh, Priest can join the LWO and, you know, whatever? Do you think this that, is this That is would that? be a good idea, but I'm not sure because I'm not sure what WWE thinks in, in a way when it comes to this. So I don't know if we're going to get a Judgment Day breakup. I mean, I just don't know. It's a hard one to answer. But as far as... Well, yeah, they do, unfortunately, right. Are you sure? But Well, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I hope they have. I don't think they're have. in the top 10. I don't even think they're, they're in the top 20. Okay, well, if that's the case, uh, what about those LWO shirts right now? Are they selling? I, I just bought two. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious to see. Top and then small. <laughs> I think that it would be really hilarious to see um, a, a Puerto Rican join a, a, a Latino Mexican? world order where it's got the Mexican letters colors. are in, Me- right. in the colors of Mexico. I just can we call it Little World Order at this point? No, we can't. Why not? I mean, it's all little guys. That would be part of the group, unless. Uh, uh, just what, saying. Are you telling me that Santos is a good size? Wasn't that you? Oh, uh, not me. That's oh. you, buddy. Not me. It's definitely not me. Well, it wasn't me, but I like Santos. But mm-hmm. he's small. Just saying. Know. Listen, little world I, daughter, I, it is. I don't know. Yeah, listen, <laughs> it, it is the colors of Mexico, but it is Latino. So I mean, that doesn't. It's it's you know it doesn't it. it it does infer a caste system, but not exclusion. Yeah. Uh, trust trust me, as somebody who has spent a lot of time in the Latin world, uh, there are a lot of people who are Latino who will be pissed off to see a shirt that says that. Like, And I mean really fucking angry about seeing a shirt that suggests that Latin people are all Mexican. They, they, well, they get well, mad. And to be fair, to be fair the, the Puerto Ricans and Mexicans got a bit of a rivalry going on too. You know what I'm Listen. saying? Yeah. There's no more agreement or monolithism in the Latino community than there is in the LBTQ, blah, blah, the see our conversation from way earlier or hear our conversation from way earlier. Um, what I Aaron too, Shlomo said he's correct, in my opinion, though, just quietly. What? In the chat. Look at the chat. John what do you say is Romans, He says, why start why the start- LWO? Yeah, which sucked when it was created. The only reason why anyone had it it was that Eddie will have something to do. It's a hundred percent true, and I was trying to keep him in WCW at the time. Which yeah, but it failed. also got fourteen people on TV weekly who otherwise wouldn't be on. And TV. And it, it was, was trash. Like Other than the vignettes they used to do when they were at parties, you know, those Mexican parties I was showing. Everything the vignettes, that was gold. Was Everything trash else was trash. Then, anyway, <sighs> anyway, this it's just to sell shirts, and you don't kill a faction when you sell when you start selling shirts. Mm. Anyway, um, Gangrel. Is going to be there. They're saying Christian will too. I don't believe that. I'll believe it when I see it. Though I'm not sure whether he was on a two or three year contract. Drew Yari told me, shout outs to Drew, told me it was three years, but I don't know how he knows that. He said it was reported. Okay. You nobody knows anything about wrestlers' contracts, sometimes not including the wrestlers themselves. Um, but in any event, that'll take care of Damian Priest or whatever. And, and yeah. And, there's no reason to put over Finn Balor, and I think the whole reason that they told you already it's the demon is that nobody cries saying, the demon can never lose. Well, the demon couldn't lose in Japan. The demon can lose here. Mm-hmm. And it's a big deal to have him win. I, look, I, I think that at the end of the day, Balor, like it feels like Balor's on his way out. I don't know why. Really? Just, you think it, so? I, I just feel like it, it is, like for for some reason or other but uh i think mm. edge is the the way you go here uh especially because it's hell in a cell 
And I and I think that's going to be the reason why it's like the demon character has never been in a Hell in a Cell or whatever. I don't know. Um, but Speaking if, if he has... Guys, Balor could be in your LW, your Little World Order. Yeah. He yeah, could be and we can have La Cucaracha as the, as the song for him, just like uh, he said that. It was Canada Spaceman. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think I think uh, I think this is your premise for breaking up Judgment Day and letting them go their separate ways, and it gives you that uh, that idea for the turn for Rhea. You know, but wouldn't that be bad that. booking? Because it doesn't have. There's no sign of it imploding in the first place. Just to blow it up like that. Well, what success have they had? What titles yeah. have they had? The only, the only success they had it was recruiting Dominic, and Dominic has eclipsed. Finn Balor and this whole thing was a vehicle to get Damian Priest over. He doesn't even have a match on WrestleMania year over. I would say it's a fail. There's the one that's going to accept Bobby Lashley's open challenge to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, maybe he will. Maybe you're right. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? All right. uh, Next match. Hey. Hey. Yes. Hey. Me. Yes. Me. Um. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been looking forward to this to this match uh, mostly because, like, my my uh, my mom is from my, my mom is Irish and I'm Canadian, so it's an Irishman and a Canadian uh, within a Hell in a Cell uh, match. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Edge win. I'm hoping to see. Uh, I'm hoping that they do the same thing where they do the uh, where they do the uh, the brood entrance, or at least we get to hear the theme. And uh, I'd love to see Gangrel spit blood in the face of the demon and blind him so that Edge can get the win. That'd be great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, by the way, the other Gallus boy returned. Gallus boys retained. Yeah. What's a Gallus? Yeah. I don't know. I don't you should like them. They're Scottish. <laughs> it, it's a it's a European STD. Yes. Yeah, and you won't Tell. even understand a word they say, Chris. It's, it's, it's incurable. Yeah. Yeah. But do they have bangers? No. No. Listen, no. if you Not like Aussie, you're going to love Gallus. Yeah. Okay. Just quietly, what the hell? They would bite you. What's that, what the hell is that little rascal wearing in the ring right now, Jeff? That is shocking. Who are you talking about? The little rascal. Think about it. They're all little rascals. <laughs> the main little rascal with the belt. Yeah, well, I must be I must be a little bit delay. I didn't even see his bottom shirt. Yeah, his his, his shorts look a little bit absurd. <laughs> stupid. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it's NXT. That's about the level of care I have about it with that yarn. Uh, also, next. Canada Spaceman. Literally, everyone beat up Justin Trudeau in school. Right. <laughs> I refuse. Oh, to, I refuse to, to accept the that there's anything else happening. Which is why he makes the choices he makes with the government up there, anyway. So, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Lee definitely went off the juice to to meet the wellness policy. He is. Wow. Not how small is he, dude? He's, yeah, I mean, he's not, he's small. He's, you know, he's, I mean, look, he looks like he's in good shape, but he's not like pocket Hercules like he used to be. Wow. I can't believe how, wow. Yeah. No, he's lost a lot of muscle mass for sure. Yeah. Little All Marito, right. it is. Intercontinental Championship match, Gunther or Walter, as we like to call him, really, versus McIntyre versus Sheamus. All right, gentlemen, uh, what happens want- here? You'd think Volta will win. I mean, sorry, Gunther. But surely you got to give it to Sheamus, right? Just to complete his friggin', um, you know, all the belts that he that he's won to make him the grand champion of WWE, whatever the fuck it is. That's the only reason why I just think Sheamus will win. I mean, surely. But Gunther doesn't get pinned, though. 
Well, I was going to ask Chris first and said, but you just jumped oh, in there. But okay, no, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Chris, what about you? What, what's your choice for this match? These fuckers, I can't get a word in. Uh, just <laughs> kidding. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that's probably the right booking is uh, Seamus goes over. He's, he, uh, he pins McIntyre. Uh, you have Gunther move on. And, um, you know, if Cody wins, which I don't want him to and i still am not sure where i'm going with this i guess i'll figure it out when we get to the main event but um if cody wins uh gunther would be a really really good first challenge for cody he would be both believable and it would help elevate gunther into the main event where i think he belongs anyway exactly i don't think there's anything wrong with gunther challenging for the world championship while he has the intercontinental championship i think that's actually cool and something that would be a blast from the past which triple h and wrestling generally sort of likes to that said i think that jimmy is partly right and if you asked me four or five days ago i would say absolutely seamus is getting that uh earning that grand slam this weekend tomorrow but he did win the match last night and i've been smelling something in the waters this story with drew mcintyre's in the last year of his contract and they're nowhere close to being mm. together i'm sorry that's a very convenient story for a contract that still has a full year on it um and i don't know how that would be i'm smelling a swerve i think i originally thought that drew was going to let sheamus win but i think actually he was going to make it look like he's going to let sheamus get the pin they're both going to hit the brogue and the claymore on on gunter and Drew is going to step aside for his friend, but then I think he's actually going to stab him in the back with a claymore. And I think Drew steals this from Sheamus, but I think Sheamus gets his revenge at SummerSlam because I think too many faces are getting their titles or faces to be. And Gunter doesn't get pinned, but I think Drew is going to get a title. We haven't seen him with a title in a while. He's lost a bit of his mojo. He's sort of like in the mid-card adjacent. Um, So he'll be in the title picture, a hot feud with Sheamus, uh, so I'm going to go with Drew on something that I don't think anyone else was calling go, turning heel. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I, I mean, I could see that. That makes some sense. But uh, I think, I think at this point, we, I think Chris, I agree with you. We want to elevate Walter. And I think the title needs to come off. I like the idea of him having the title going after it. Um, you have that safety belt of if he loses, he still has the intercontinental title belt and you can go back to that um, and do that. But at this point too, with that title being on SmackDown, I feel like Walter has done everything he needs to. I think at this point he needs to go to that next level, which is for the belt. So therefore I, I'm, I say Drew or, or Sheamus, I don't care. One of them needs to have the belt. Uh, if you want to go the feel good story route, then give it to Sheamus because, you know, then he gets his grand slam. And he's one of only, like, four or five people that has done that. And he's definitely earned it too, man, to be fair. I mean, in the last four or five years, he has really picked up his game to be a really good wrestler in the ring and elevating others. So I don't – and with it being known as the worker's belt, I don't see that being a problem. So – but, again, Jeff, I like your idea, but, again, that's complicated and WWE doesn't tend to do complicated. So I, I'm going to say Sheamus. Not that complicated, but he can do, he can get his. Listen, if you're going to have so many WrestleMania moments, you need to have some SummerSlam moments also. So I'm also thinking about booking for the future. Yeah. Well, there's well, WrestleMania backlash coming up too, Jeff. 
Right. Uh, but, I, don't, I don't think I think Bad Bunny is is your moment there. Yeah, and, and don't forget, uh, Lab Rap makes a great point. If we're if he's gonna stab Seamus in the back, he needs to do it with his sword. Lab Rap behave. Uh. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Uh. So then we have the Raw Women's Championship match of Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Um, uh, Chris, let's start with you. What do you think? I I love Asuka. She's probably. She's probably one of my two or three favorite uh, women wrestlers in the world. I don't see any reason why you elevate her, though. Uh, I'm, I, I think Bianca probably wins this match. I think that she's the one that they're building as a real major superstar, and I think that you can continue to do that with a win over Asuka. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jeff? I don't see any real reason to take the belt off Bianca, except that she's sort of boring, and that's enough for me. I think Asuka, they want to give her one more run. It might be a short run. I don't think they did all this character change without much of a change of character, without the mist, without there being some payoff. There's rumors that Kari may come back, so maybe Kari interferes. I don't know. Maybe when EO or Damage Control breaks up, they bring back that that the, the triad, the triad, um, you know, whatever they used to call themselves. Anyway, um, for whatever reason, mostly because almost all faces are winning, uh, you know, the important titles, and I think it's got to be a little bit half and half. I'm going to go with Asuka, but I, it, it's probably more to be contrarian than anything else. My last two picks are just going contrarian. If you asked me a few days ago, I'd say, of course, Bianca and Sheamus win. But eh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Asuka because – this is her story. Bianca's sort of been the same thing, you know, for the last year. She's female John Cena. She can lose, but, you know, to become the three-time world champion, she has to lose her second belt. And don't worry, she will again. Okay. Jimmy? Oh, I'm going to have to go with Bianca Belair, man. I feel like right now, Asuka has lost a little bit of that heat going into this match. So I'll stick with Bianca. And plus... Are we really going to have two new women's champions? I'm not sure about that. So, yeah, I'm sticking with Bianca. So, I like this. So, this is from my best friend, Brittany. Uh, she says, Bianca wins, Rhea also wins, and Charlotte comes to Raw and challenges Bianca. Because, of course, hmm. that's what Charlotte does. Uh, yeah, because that's why one of the reasons why Brittany is one of my best friends. Um, Shout out to Brittany. Yeah, so uh, that is... Uh, She's gone from your best friend to sort of your best friend to one of your best friends in one paragraph. <laughs> what the hell? What has she done wrong in the last 10 seconds? Look, look, nothing. She's she's great. We're going... Hey, her and I are going to a farmer's Admit. market tomorrow. She's Brittany, up whatever my... you, Brittany, whatever you did, say sorry. Okay? No, she's picking up my child tonight for so I can go to this concert. <laughs> So no, Brittany. Brittany is, just is, called me. She says she's going with Rick Steiner look, instead. She, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no, Brittany oh. is my number one best. I have like three best friends. She's my number one of the three best friends. Number one, so, number one, <laughs> number one. No, but yes, I, look. I, as much as I love Oscar, Chris, I agree with you. She is one of my favorites of all time. Yes, she has a new gimmick. A new gimmick. Yes, yes, you are. She is saving my ass tonight. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, but why does your ass need saving so often? Because I'm a I'm a human mess. Well, that's all right. <laughs> You're a hot mess. You're green. Yeah. Uh, look. Uh, but I, I think that yes, yeah, she has a new gimmick. But this was all a build up so that Bianca can overcome Oscar, who is easily, if not the best, one of the best female wrestlers, not only in our period now, but I would say 
in the history of, of women's wrestling. I, I really think she is very well up there. And if you if you want to disagree, go watch the match where she got the ever living shit beat out of her by Minoru Suzuki. Um, that was oh man, I saw that. That is crazy. <laughs> I, I can't get that was abuse, dude. If there was look, anything, that was straight up abuse. And and look, up. look, it was it was, but the selling on that and the thing, oh my gosh. He how was pounding it, bro. How he should a wrestling it, match between a giant muscular man and a woman go? Exactly. It was it was hard to watch, Chris. I'm t- I saw that years ago, and it was in a battle royal, I think. If I no, I it was it. a tag. It was a oh, mixed tag, tag match. You're right. It was you're a right. mixed, it was a mixed tag, tag match. match. I will right, definitely right. not watch that because it would the, make me uncomfortable. It was. Uh, it was very uncomfortable. But you know what? I expect then Minoru Suzuki did exactly what everyone ever should do, and Oscar did exactly what she should have done, which was sell for it. And because it was him, and Minoru and, looked big at this time, Johnny. Oh, yeah. He was on roids at the this time was, or some shit. This was shit. Noah. This was his right, Noah right. time, and so like I think it was him and Emi Sakura, who was you know a legend at that time already. And I think she's in NXT. She had the match with Roxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then, that's Rico Sakamura. Emi Sakura is yeah. sometimes in AEW, sometimes in Ring of yeah. Honor. I don't know. Look, I can't keep a trick. It's the chick with the red that has the gold sash belt, you know, whatever. I think that was the same chick. Do the Freddie Mercury gimmick? That's Emi Sakura. Then, and then uh, I forget who was on the other side, but it was Asuka and the other guy. And that was the whole bit. And just watching that match, super uncomfortable, but that's how it should have been. That's what it should have been. And it was good. But I think at the end of the day, this is the whole bit to make Bianca, Bianca look really good. And I like Brittany's idea of hey Charlotte being that petulant child that she is well I lost my belt well I'm gonna go take the other one now you know because you know I can't be without a belt um because again I think with that like we talked about last week she had that and y'all are y'all wanting me are y'all like that was a genuine moment of her privilege coming out right there oh that made me sick straight up you know I, I I really think that that's the case you know uh, so I, well, I think like she's been a heel. I'm telling you, right? She's, and that's just who she heel. is. Yeah, but like John said, the the true her really came out also in that she didn't like the what chance at all. Man. Oh no, she did that on purpose. She knows oh, what I people don't know. think of her. I wouldn't she put it past her, man. I would so not put it past her at all. Jeez, MJF does it. You call it genius. Charlotte does it. You call. I it never privilege. say genius. I say I, I don't like what MJF has been doing lately. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Really? What genius? What are you talking about? That's I cheap Pete. I watched the skirmish. Yeah, well, GP, man. Anyone can sit there and say, fuck you and I've watched this show with Jimmy to know that on one show he says one thing, on the next show he says No, no, no. I go by what he said. If he says, if he talks Which he, Jimmy of one show or Jimmy of this show? Oh, my God, man. Listen to the skirmish properly again. You'll hear me even say that. But anyway. (laughs) Look at this guy. Real quick. What? Is that true? What? What? I don't even know. No, because I mean, I know Lance, and I mean, I know no, that. No, the, he, no. Uh, it's April Fools, John. Let's not get fooled into yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Let's yeah. not get fooled. No, no, no. You now, were about he, it, aren't he you? He might so? be part of the multiverse on loan from New Japan. Well, because he's technically not with New Japan, though. He's technically with AEW. Yeah, he's yeah, AEW, AEW have a deal with New Japan. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that as a as a whenever they want to sort of make feel good without overtly making feel good. They send. Lance Archer or, you know, or somewhere right. like that. True. All right, gentlemen, it is now time for the main event of night two. Your <laughs> WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns versus the American Nightmare, Cody. 
<laughs> Rhodes. What do you got? Let's start with Jeff. What do you got? He's going to be ready, and he will finish the story. It's going to be Cody, but I'm going to tell you, just like many champions of the IWC clamor for, they're going to regret it within three or four weeks. Hmm. Okay. Jimmy T, what do you got? Finish the story. Cody Rhodes, man. It has to be at this point, surely. Chris? Roman Reigns retains the championship. <clears throat> oh! Oh, shit. All right. Yep. Why? Um, I just... <sighs> okay. I very clearly do not agree with most of the IWC when it comes to Cody Rhodes. I don't like Cody Rhodes. I've never really liked Cody Rhodes. I um, I recognize that he is a talent. I like that he is a good professional wrestler. He seems to do it properly. He's not all about high spots. He tells good stories in the ring. He understands what professional wrestling is meant to be. He also comes across as the most politically driven person I have ever had the displeasure of watching on a weekly show. He seems like he's running for president. He's so full of shit. Um, I, <laughs> I, and I just, I get the feeling like he's just not the guy. He's not the guy who's going to be. Um, now, I'm not saying that Cody Rhodes can't have a run with a world title at a but certain But why isn't he the guy, Chris? But why exactly, though, isn't he the guy? I just don't think he's the guy. I think that with this story that's happened with the with the bloodline, it is so big and it is so impactful and it has it has grown to the point where the, the, that storyline has elevated a number of people to higher in the card than they would have been otherwise. And it can continue to do that as long as you keep the storyline alive. And if if you have if you have a guy who had nothing to do with the with the bloodline, who's never been screwed over by the bloodline, who's never been around the bloodline, who basically has had absolutely no build with Roman Reigns. I mean, I remember after after the Rumble and I said, I'm not buying this as like I'm not buying Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Or was it after the chamber? It was after the chamber. No. And you guys all told me. Oh, relax, Chris. There's six weeks of build. They can. No, this is Royal Rumble, one hundred percent. They never fucking got there. We still don't give a shit. We literally just talked about this is a SmackDown show, and we basically skipped over everything, including the main event segment, because we all just said there's nothing wait, to wait, fucking wait, wait. see but to here. Be fair, to shit. be fair, though, it wasn't Cody's fault. Cody even acknowledged it in that promo that they should be fighting, but they're not. Whether they were fighting or not, there was no interest in the build. It wasn't because there was no uh, there was no physicality. I don't find the physicality between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns to be terribly exciting. I mean, neither one of those guys are going to do a high spot. Neither one of those guys are going to do something that's interesting physically. So you had to build the story properly, and they fucking didn't. If you if you want to end if you want to end the storyline with the bloodline, it has to be on something that's more impactful than this. I don't think that they've built it en that they've built enough between Cody and Roman to have Cody win. Now, I think that there are a number of ways that you can get out of this without burying Cody and with still giving him an opportunity to win later down the line. You have okay. Randy Orton come out, RKO him out of nowhere, and then Roman you gets the You don't do a Dusty win. finish on the biggest mania of them all, especially on Dusty's, on Dusty's it's not son. The, it, you don't do a Dusty finish with Dusty's son? Do you hear yourself? <laughs> come on. No, I'm saying you don't do a Dusty finish on Dusty's son, which is Cody's, right? 
No. Not on WrestleMania. No fucking chance. It Dusty happen. literally created the Dusty finish so that he could get out of situations like this. Yeah, but I, not on WrestleMania. You you do not do it on the. There's no way that would happen on WrestleMania. I just don't. Okay, see it. and maybe I'm wrong. And if I am, I will give absolutely zero shits. I don't care. But I'm just saying I don't see it, and I don't think that Cody's been built enough to actually finish this storyline yet. I just don't. I don't think they know how to build any better than they did. So I, I don't know unless something happens accidentally. And if they wanted that to happen, they would have gone with Sami Zayn. So uh, anyway, uh, but your opinion, listen, I, this is one with the other bloodline story. I wouldn't be upset if the bloodline retains. I wouldn't be upset if they Same. maintain dominance for another thousand days. I think it's cool as shit. Uh, or until they had another rival. Yes, Jeff, I mean the hurt business or, or an interesting why at six, which probably will never happen. But I don't know. I I think this this is your ultimate feel good moment for your ultimate feel good the, the weekend. And I think the entirety of this weekend, from John Cena opening it up to Cody Rhodes, the AEW prodigal son returning, former EVP returning, is all to get casual hardcore and kids <coughs> back into wrestling. And that's why it's so important for Peacock. I think they want to turn WWE wrestling back into something that people that people watch. Three, three to four million people on, you know, USA and and Fox, and that they can routinely count on, you know, maybe five or six million people watching domestically on Peacock. That that's their goal. And for events like WrestleMania, they want to turn into something that, that is like a Super Bowl, where where NBC can justify putting on NBC regular prime time, you know, and, and get twenty million people. I I think that is their goal. And I think continuing to build the the bloodline storyline is a much better way to do that. Cause I think that that's actually it's shown over the last, over the last couple of years here that that is building an audience, that that is actually building not only an audience, but you're building stars within the company too. Um, I think you're right To I, I think that there's a lot to, to, to that, that, that you're right about that. But I think that we sometimes forget that bad guys don't have to lose forever. I mean, the four horsemen lost plenty, but they always got it back. The NWA lost plenty, but they always got it back. So can the bloodline. Yeah. yeah and, I, and and I think that Cody can win. I think that, I think that again, like I think that there's a very good possibility that Cody just wins a clean match at the, at the main event of WrestleMania here. But I think it would be much, much better. If you want the guy to be Cody, you can do that, but you've got to build more of a storyline between him and Roman before you have him take the belt off of him. I'd be perfectly happy if, if they'd said, okay, well this happened and now Cody's going to go off and he's going to feud with this guy, but he's still going to continue to build the story with the, with the bloodline. And then at uh, SummerSlam, Cody wins the championship finally from Roman Reigns after Roman's been champion for 1,200 days or whatever the fuck. But at that point, end. you actually have a story uh, with the well, bloodline. Because right now, the only return. story... Well, because right now, the, the only story is is Cody's story. I, I like, And I guess you can finish Cody's story, but finishing Cody's story at WrestleMania also finishes the bloodline's story and i don't think that it's time to finish that story yet no it just finishes this chapter but close your eyes and imagine this ending roman is coming for a spear cody does one of the seth rollins things where he sort of takes a step back and goes into it catches him like this and does a cross spear into a crossroads the end oh no this happens no, I have to not gonna be a wrestling not till the raw after mania not till the raw after mania if they do 
Yeah, no, Jay, Jay White is not who you, whoever you are, who you think he is in the rest of the world. And even no. if Orton comes back, I still think they'll save it for the Raw after Mania. That's just even on AEW, he got no response. By the way, Wesley retained. No, no shocker there. Great match, apparently. Going by the crowd reaction, just uh, watching. Aside, aside from the pre-show match, all of these matches that I've seen anyway were pretty much off the hook. The three-way tag team, not so much. Yeah. So. I mean, this is I I think this is a match that determines where WWE goes from this point forward. I mean, honestly. You have the choice of you can stay with the product that you know that you've built a ton of money into and building the storyline of the bloodline, or you can go with the guy who couldn't cut it in his own company and you know had to come back home. Uh with Cody. Look, I've met Cody, he's a he's a decent person for it seems like in real life. Is he also a dick? Probably so. Most <laughs> likely from a lot of what I've heard. Um, is he, again, an entitled second generation wrestler? Uh, most likely. I mean, you don't go around doing the things that you do as a Cody Rhodes without that idea of, well, but I believe did he in my solve stuff. racism. Oh, yes, of yep. course he did. He did, right? Uh, and then he believes in himself so much that he put a tattoo of his logo on his neck. Right, which um, you know, everybody's getting tattoos now. Though all the fan base are doing the same thing, dude. Look on your look. I look. It's cool. You want to get that? Get that on your arm or something. Put it on your fucking neck. Well, because I'm putting my neck out there. They have been putting on their arm, their legs, their faces. I'm gonna put a a maple leaf right here, (laughs) so that it comes up into my face too. Right, because because you're putting your neck out there for Canada. There's what you're doing. Right, you, you retroactively come up with these things to say about it. Um, you know, honestly, this is one of those matches where you look at it. Like last night, looking at Cody versus Roman as they just stand in the ring together, there is a stark difference between those two individuals. It's massive. It's massive, the difference between the two. Cody, look, Cody looks great in the suit, but he doesn't look ready. Like, he does not look like he is the man. You know, I, I, I just, as much as I want Cody to win it, from the standpoint of it gives us something new. I think I agree with you, Chris. I still think there's more story to tell, especially if you do the whole Jimmy and Jay have lost the titles. You know, if you go that route, let's say Sammy and them win, uh, Roman retains, and now Roman's pissed at Jimmy and Jay. And you could tell a fun story that way from that aspect where he's just constantly dogging on them. And at some point, do they turn on him and leave him high and dry for the next Mexicans, Cody or whoever? So that he loses the belts that way because he's, you know, in a way imploded the bloodline himself. It wasn't an outside source. It was him the whole time, you know, or, you know, you, you go that right. I think that to me is an interesting aspect of it. I think too, you know, everybody says, oh, he's, he's wanted time off. He wants time. Off. Look, you can have time off as a champ. He has had time off as a champ. We hadn't seen him in two weeks on SmackDown. You know, he, he doesn't. You know, he, he's at that point where he can make appearances when he wants to. He's not needed all the time on the show right. to make and that I think, And I think specifically that's fine if they split the belts, but I, I would but like I to think, see them split the belts. I think yeah. this is moving towards another Seth and Cody rivalry after this, and Roman goes off like on holidays or whatever he's doing. You know what I mean? I can see I mean, him doing that. Or I mean, you could go lots of routes with it, but I mean, the point is, is that I think at the end of the day, no matter what you want, like like you said, yeah, you could do a dusty finish on Dusty's kid on WrestleMania, 
That's the point. It's the biggest show of the year. But when have they done that on Mania when you think about exactly, it? Exactly, Jimmy. That's the uh, point. And well, when man. has a Rhodes think... ever main evented WrestleMania? Jimmy, right. things don't happen until they right. happen. Right, of course. Exactly. Yeah, but what's that got to do with the screwy finish? I just don't see them doing They I mean, never it do that have on Mania. It's a screwy finish, but we're just saying like that could happen. And what do you mean they never have a screwy when finish? When do they have a in the main event when was Seth the Rollins finish? cashing in is one of the <laughs> is one of the most finish. famous that's yes, him how is I, I don't find that I don't find that screwy. How is that screwy? And everyone Jimmy? was happy with that. I'm talking about in a negative light, not someone winning. At the end of the day, he won the championship. Do you know what I mean? I Everyone's going to be happy. Day, a lot of people that. would be happy to see Cody Rhodes not win at WrestleMania. Look, I, I disagree. Jimmy, I disagree. Jimmy, There's he won without say, pinning the champ. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't and matter. And their names are Cody, are, are Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, well Matt Massey, and Nick Massey. <clears throat> what? so, what's your point what, what are you saying so those I, are the I, people that would be upset if he didn't win oh right. no, no, I don't if he did they win they'd be upset if he did win oh yeah, yeah um, exactly so I, I think that's enough reason for him to win right there i'm telling you i i i i actually don't do i think that chris is right he isn't ready i think that the this is gonna be one of those things like aw they wanted they want hangman page to be a champion now they want someone else to be a champion then they want mjf to be a champion now they want ricky starks to be the champion now they want action Andrade to be a champion now they put gold on this one put gold on this one. i mean yeah that's the iwc and i think that we're gonna feel the same just like that we just like wwe did i keep saying we wwe did about biggie <laughs> they, they 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 ceded to the pressure and uh-huh. it was a fail and they had to take that's, the title off. That's, Kofi that was Kingston. A fail. Yeah, same uh, thing. You know, uh, another fail, but at least Kofi. At least there was some organic Kofi mania there. Um, in any event, I think this is going to be. But I think this is going to be Cody mania, and I think that it, that people are going to start to turn on him because he is natural. He's a lot more like Charlotte than he is like Rhea. He's corporate Cody. He's sort of cold. He's sort of aloof. He's a little bit stiff. It's a nice story, but you know what? He can easily turn heel and be possibly a more interesting character. I don't know, but whatever it is, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a short reign. Um, but you know, and and like I said earlier, Roman Reigns losing this belt doesn't mean that the bloodline has to end, and doesn't mean that the bloodline doesn't morph, and doesn't mean that he doesn't get the title again six more times. I mean, this is the sixth <laughs> reign, so you know, I, not. Nothing nothing ends. These are just chapters. It's continuous episodic television. Anyway, I wouldn't be upset the other way. Everyone heard what I said like probably three times now. So I'm sticking yeah. I'm sticking with Cody. Okay. It's it's a good debate though, because we're all passionate about it. It's just right. it's a tough either way, it's either WB have booked themselves into a corner and no one's gonna be happy because it feels like whoever wins, I think I don't know, man. We'll see. Well, it, as long as no as long as people don't care what happened. If half the world is happy and half the world is really unhappy, job that's well great. done. Yeah, if they're disinterested, that's that's the problem. That's what happened with Big E. That's what happened with Hangman Page. That's what's going on with MJF. People are just like, eh. eh. I think Cody's better than all them, though. I'll say that. Well, we're right going to find out come right. uh, come Monday. We'll see. And yep. they won't buckshot. They won't boo Cody out of the ring because we haven't heard any boos yet from any fan base just yet with Cody. I just don't see it. They'll go crazy. E- even if it's half and half, you're going to have 35,000 people cheering. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, look, because I mean, you listen last night, you know, the crowds, they were cheering. Look, they, they were cheering for both. It was not one of those things that we were like, 
there's a clear winner between the two. I think you're good either way with it. I think the more money is sticking with Roman, though, in the long run. So I think it's been too long, man, at this point. Someone needs to beat him. Because at the end of the day, what does that make your whole roster look like? Just a whole bunch of nothing. Like, it makes everyone look weak at this point. That's the only reason why I feel like we need a change. At this you remember, you remember that Bruno? time? Do you guys remember that time when Hulk Hogan was the was the champion of the world for like a yeah. year? It, but you, at you that remember, time, there was it, no one on his how, level how much, in terms of stardom. How much think money about it. did WWE Hogan make when they had above. a dominant champion? Um, oh, you they remember made that a lot. when Stone Cold Gold, Steve Austin? The golden era was, was while the, Hogan was on top, Chris. You remember that time when, when Stone Cold... Uh, was the was the world champion and he was a part of every single segment didn't the wwe make a whole bunch of fucking money at that time um so when? having a dominant champion doesn't make your whole roster look weak it just makes your dominant champion a fucking star mm -hmm. which is how you make money in professional wrestling but look what happened with hogan when he lost the belt to warrior for example right mm -hmm. at wrestlemania 6 boy was that a bad move do you know what I mean? For example, like at that time, he might. Oh, you mean the dominant champion losing to somebody who wasn't ready wasn't the right business decision? Thank you for making my point. <laughs> but, but, but that's different because Cody, I think, is ready. I rest my case. Why isn't Cody um, ready, though? I rest but, my case. Thank you. But why isn't Cody ready? Explain to me why Cody isn't ready. Because he uh, isn't a star. Yeah, Chris, I'm going to let but me why? Because you. you don't like him. He's not a star, though. Jimmy, like, that doesn't make you, sense. You answer why he's ready every time you start talking about a Cody segment. You go, well, what do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, hey, I'm not the biggest fan. Ready. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not the biggest fan of Cody either. Never have. But I still do think he's ready, though, right now. I just Listen, feel like at this pleasant can, time. Can you hear Michael Cole at the end saying, the story is complete, Cody Rhodes? Yes, I can, the absolutely. Story he made somewhere dusty absolutely. as smart. Or do you think at the end, my colleagues are going to go, the Roman Empire still stands tall, the bloodline is... No, it's going to be the first. Yeah, exactly, I agree. That's exactly right. Spot on. I totally agree. That's why I think they will go with Cody. They just have to at this now, point. Whether he's ready, then the, the next... We'll see. That's it. We'll find out. That's, three that's that to matters. nine weeks will determine whether or not how long the fans can stick with him. Right. And it depends. If he's white meat, baby face, Cody, moles. like with the belt, yeah, and he's moles. <laughs> exactly. Well, then the crowd will turn, definitely. But if, if there's some sort of, uh, I don't know, maybe some sort of tweener to him, maybe it will work out. We'll see. Uh, uh, it's hard. This one's very hard. And very debatable, no doubt. Well, it's supposed to be. It's the main event. Mm -hmm. Oh, exactly. But this one in a long time is is very controversial in, in some ways. Okay. Well, gentlemen, that's our WrestleMania card. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to discuss before we shut this sucker down? Because it's been... <laughs> Buckshot I mean, Kid said I can the touch best real comment. quickly on the Hall of Fame. Beautiful tribute to Tim White. Ric Flair gave an induction speech about Ric Flair. He was drunk and he was rambling. It's embarrassing. Oh, no. And then he remembered the great mood a couple times. Then he talked about Asuka. Then he talked about himself and Triple H and how Sean cut him off. Um, really? Ric Flair, Ric yeah. Flair. Ric Flair, Ric Flair, drunk Ric Flair. Oh, um, Conan gave a really entertaining speech. People were saying it was a great speech. I'm not sure it was really an induction speech, but it was, a, but it was actually <laughs> the most entertaining part of the night. Tim White and his Tim White's brothers were the, were the most touching part of the night. But I only saw half. I didn't see Stacy Keebler. I uh, I didn't see uh, who else. Who else was uh, entered? Ray. In? I saw. I saw. I turned off Ray's speech midway. It was boring. But 
Dominic, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley walked out when Ray went up. They didn't say anything. They just walked up really? silently. Buddy Matthews, however, stayed in the crowd. Uh, you know, <laughs> and Rhea looked like a million billion dollars. Um, but who else? There was Ray, Tim White. Obviously, no one worth remembering. Andy Kaufman. Oh, yes. oh Andy Kaufman. Yeah. I, I missed that. I'm, I'm, I'm apparently a lot of his family was there, but I, I didn't see that part. So that was part. Who, of who inducted him? Was it the King that inducted Kaufman? Yeah. Does yeah. anyone know? It was. I'm oh, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was your Hall of Fame. It was whatever. So, uh, look, I think I think at the end of the day. This, it's Mania weekend. We're gonna we're gonna hear all kinds of shit. We've heard all kinds of shit already. Uh, there's we've got two nights of just you know matches and things and everything along those lines. Watch what you can, enjoy what you can, and just know that look, this is wrestling. At the end of the day, there's no uh, Jimmy Hart. I apparently was oh, the one who inducted oh, Jimmy Hart. Right. Damn. So, because I, I did see a thing, like I, I flipped over real quick, and there was Jerry Lawler was talking about something. Oh, the King did a pre-tape and passed it off. Okay, okay. Right. That makes sense. Because I was gonna say I saw that part of it. Uh, His health is still sort of yeah. Bad. So, but uh, it's WrestleMania weekend. You know, last year Dallas, there was a lots of fun stuff I saw, lots of cool things to do, uh, matches you got to see. And now we're at the same place now this year with, you know, being in Hollywood and, and all that fun stuff. Uh, and, of course, you never know what could happen. It's WrestleMania. We're, we're making these predictions, and we could be 100% completely wrong. So, uh, you know, you could. But you know what? Most likely we're right to so listen to us and go go to the pick <laughs> and have your chance to win whatever you want because we're geniuses and you should listen to us more. Uh, to quote Short Round, you listen to us, you live longer. Uh, so, uh, which is a great phrase for everybody to listen. So, uh, gentlemen, let's, uh, also, how much better would the new Indiana Jones movie be if it was him taking over for Indiana Jones? I don't understand why they're not doing that. Look, who knows why they're doing this in general? Harrison Ford is fucking 80 years old. And they're just, they're just having a, like, they're just having a woman take over for him so that they can say, look, we had a woman take over for him. Why not do the representation and just be an Asian guy who actually has a connection with the series and actually is having a career renaissance? Like, because let's that, do that. That would, make sense. that would make sense. That would make sense, Chris. That would make anyway. Sense. Anyway. Uh, all right. So let's, let's close this out. So then, Jimmy, why don't we start with you? Tell us where the people can find you on the internets and all that fun stuff well you can follow me on twitter at dj mass effects and also at the pwc network please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com with five bucks you get to see all of us talk professional wrestling and <coughs> AEW as well and wwe also please like and subscribe at the pwc network.popping.com where you can find all of our shows and also at hamimediagroup.popping.com where you can find our affiliate shows including jeff's in particular garden of doom and i think that's about it John? Yeah. Oh, and I, and I got also this real quick, uh, Chris. We're not going to get the traditional Paramount intro where they fade into a, a mountain of some sort that is part of the show because Disney now owns Indiana Jones and not yeah. Paramount. That's going to be weird. That's going to be weird. It's going to be weird to see the movie start. My, my, my life is normally does. So, but Chris, why don't we start with you next? Since you and I were kind of already there, uh, let's start with you. Where do people find you on the internet and all that fun stuff? 
Sure, sounds good. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAns1. Um, you can go there to listen to me talk about politics, pro wrestling, and just kind of whatever's on my mind at the time. Um, I'm still asking, have they arrested him yet? Um, I know the indictment Ooh. happened, but Ooh. I'm just waiting to see it happen. Um, anyway, um, you can find me on the PWC network. Uh, we've got a bunch of things up. Uh, recently, we... Uh, Recently, I've I've been sharing it out that I am the the first uh, six times six times six times six times six times six time guest on the Garden of Doom with uh, on that and that's Jeff's um, more esoteric uh, podcast that he does, which doesn't which, where he doesn't talk about pro wrestling and he talks about other really cool stuff. I'm on there this week talking about the Lost City of Atlantis. Uh, it's a really good conversation Jeff and I had, and uh, I'm super excited that I, I now can efficiently uh, claim that at least one of the potted plants in the Garden of Doom belongs to me since I've been there six times. Um, <clears throat> also, I just sent it to Jimmy, and it should be up uh, pretty soon. Uh, the latest episode of The Far Center, which is my political podcast, and I talk about something that we discussed actually quite uh, quite thoroughly at the beginning of the show here, uh, which is the difference between being welcome and being catered to. So uh, go ahead and check that out as soon as that gets up. And um, that's about it. I will say, sorry, I have one last thing to say, and that's a pattern that I've noticed with wrestling Twitter. Here's the pattern that I've noticed. Bret Hart says something that is unquestionably true about professional wrestling. Wrestling Twitter agrees in quiet, but won't say it publicly. In public, they say that Bret Hart is wrong and how he's stupid and silly and he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then a wrestler injures himself doing exactly what Bret Hart said they shouldn't do. And Bret says something unquestionably true again. True. There you go. There you go. All right. Last but not least. Even All right. On Twitter, you can find me at IcarusFellMD. You can find me where the other guys are and, and you know, PWC and of course Channel Add Two, powered by Humming Media Group. And as Chris, and as 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 Jim, I'm sorry, Jesus Christ, as John mentioned, our predictions are genius-like. I dare say they might be Toth-like, Toth the Atlantean. That ties you into Garden of Doom and the greatest crossover event of all time with Christopher Ams this week. Uh, and if you don't know that much about Atlantis, you can check out last week's show, which talked about <coughs> the, the roots of languages, linguistics, and the root cultures, which was a nice lead into Atlantis. Next week's Tartaria, which apparently isn't one of the root cultures. So who knew? But we'll talk about that next week. Again, Garden uses a show that pops in every now and then that tends to be more topical, legal, tech, science, that kind of thing. Um, so shows like cryptocurrency, cybersecurity. Uh, I actually uh, have, uh, I'm double dropping Garden of Doom for the next few weeks because I have a backlog of shows, but I am booking some more, another false prosecution. Uh, I have a really great show on that. And this is another guy who came to me as a result of that show with his story. I have a, uh, someone who, who works with NATO in the military geopolitics to talk about uh, military doctrine and things like that. So. There's going to be some more garden views coming up, and I do have a space, an Indian space law show recorded. I just needed to get it edited and, and put together. So, garden views is not not on hiatus, and just I'm just uh, unloading some of my uh, backlog beyond my uh, safety uh, feature on on uh, with garden views. So, plenty of cool shows there. Please check them out. It's fun. Yeah. And, of course, you can always find me here every Saturday morning, uh, depending on the time. Uh, now, the stove starting is dependent on when my child goes to work. Uh, <laughs> last weekend, he started his first job, 
as a Subway sandwich artist, which they're not sandwich artists anymore, apparently, from what he said. Uh, by the way, you know they cut the, the things uh, long ways now, which is awful, but you can still mm -hmm. have them cut the V if you want, which is a better shape for the sandwich to put the food and the meat in so it doesn't fall out. Um, but yes, they're no longer called sandwich artists, he said. Um, <laughs> That's weird. I know. But, uh, it, but at the same time, so he got scheduled today and tomorrow from 11 to 7. So uh, last week was funny. He, he came home after 8 o'clock, and I was like, hey, you want to do this? I don't know, Papa. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> Bro, you worked three hours Friday night, and Saturday <laughs> and Sunday you did, you worked five. You know, bro, you, you just not even, not even kids. right now with me. This, with this kid, kids. don't even. I love it. It cracks uh, me up. It's hilarious. You gotta love kids, uh, or you have to because you're paid to do it because of your job. <laughs> uh, but you can also find me on the academy. We dropped a, we recorded another episode this week with me and Triple D. Talked about uh, episode seven of Picard, which was. One hell of a good episode. If you missed it, you missed it, and you got to catch it and check it out. Uh, speaking of Paramount and owning things, uh, and they've uh, apparently also, uh, spoiler alert, I haven't dropped this to Triple D yet, but you're going to hear it first on the Smack Attack because why not? It's my show. I can do what I want. <laughs> they've announced that the Academy TV show will be announced. Uh, if they don't Ooh. have me and Triple D on that show, then it's not the true Academy. But well, part of the people who are interested in that, the Garden of Doom that I released midweek on Wednesday was Metatrek with the guy who hosts the Metatrek show. So a little bit of Trek I am. Sorry there. There you go. No, you're good. And so, you know, there's a, there's a little something for everybody. You can find that show on the Hameen Media Group uh, page on wherever you get your pods. Uh, just follow that in, in here. Uh, but as always, lastly but not leastly, you guys in the chat, thank you for being here today. Jerome Buckshot, Elizabeth, Medium 5, Aaron, Canada Spaceman, uh, we had so many people today. Uh, Piers also made an appearance. Brittany Lane made an appearance. Uh, you know, Yojimbo. Uh, look, Todd Brantley. So many people made an appearance. Javi made an appearance today. Uh, Chris Wineland. Everybody, y'all all make this show worth it by being in the chat and interacting. And, and look, it's always fun when you roll in at 10.55 and your show's going to start in 10 minutes and you see the chat's already been going as you get ready to start your show. It's always great. So thank you guys for being a part of the show because as we say always, this is the show for the people, by the people. So we'll be able to do that. So also thank you to Channel Attitude, Hami Media Group for allowing us to be a part of this platform. It's incredible and a lot of fun to be a part of something like this. So guys, go pay the five bucks a month to listen to some incredible shows on here. Uh, if you didn't hear it this week, you missed the return of Stevie Richards making a run in this week on uh on the shows and in giving an update of where he's at if you're not following stevie uh stevie made a run in on the academy this week just in text he he watched the show for a little bit and uh chided us and said he wanted to hear star trek not wrestling so we got on it real <laughs> quick so uh when stevie richards tells you to do it you do it damn it so you know uh but look you're missing out on some really good stuff on channel attitude if you're not listening if you're not paying that five bucks a month to hear some great stuff going on Vince Russo, Ben Hameen, Timmy Baltimore, uh, and all the other people who are doing the shows that are behind that wall, pay wall. Go get it. It's 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 easy. It's simple. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, go have a great Saturday. Enjoy your WrestleMania weekend. Enjoy the matches that you have, and just look. It's fake wrestling. Have fun. Take it in. Don't be too serious. 
Let us handle that for you. And come back next week and let's talk more shit about wrestling. Oh, wait. <laughs> programming note. We will not be meeting next week because no, we are. it's Easter. Well, y'all are. We're not. Y'all are. <laughs> We're the not. show will still be here. Smack the show, there will be there will be a show, but I will not be involved as it is Easter weekend, and I will be at the lake. So we're infidels. We we're part of Hamimi. <laughs> right, but hey, if you want to send me the link, and I'll do a quick run in, and I'll show you what it's like to live at the lake. I can show you that because it's super cool. But absolutely, uh, you know. Sure. Uh, but uh, we can you're go always there. welcome on your show. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, look, I don't take my, look. This is my work computer, so I don't take it with me when I go on vacation. So that's where all the login shit and all that is on my thing. Just use the phone, man. Well, well it's that's a private party, but you're all invited. My phone doesn't well, have it. the login information, all that stuff oh, on there. That sucks. Oh. Yeah, right, so, sorry, you're out. Yeah, so well, I mean, wait, I can do the show. We're, we're taking you out. Yeah, well, you know, you could. Yeah, I'm. Hey, I'm gonna be back, pal, because I own 51 percent of the, the stock. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, so <laughs> I'll be back. You're gonna have to deal with me no matter what. All right, well, gentlemen, thank you as always. It's been lovely to see you guys, and we appreciate you guys being here as well, uh, of the guys from the PwC. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your weekend and mania out. <laughs> <laughs>